Evan, I just locked my cat out. I don't think he's he's pleased. Good. <laughs> he's like, you're recording the podcast without me? <laughs> Pretty much. I make that show. I'm going to ruin you. One of these days, you'll have to uh, let him know who wears the pants in the family. Yeah, not to, today's not the day, though, Michael. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you gonna say one of these days, you'll have to atone for your sins. <laughs> like, like uh, okay, Evan. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 90 of the IO Panel Podcast. I'm Evan. I'll be your host this week. Joining me, as always, are Mike and James. How are you guys doing? What up? What up? Uh, we're doing good, man. So we've got a little bit of role reversal here. James sounds downtrodden. Mike's all hyped up. Mike's right. always hyped up. Woo! I'm not always hyped up. You don't know what's going on, do you, James? <laughs> He's like, you don't know about my life. He's on that return from Chili High. Mm-hmm. True. And James is still on that uh, beta. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps on saying please in German. I don't know. It's like... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> He's like, I'm so bitter. Mike's like, why are you speaking German, man? What the fuck? Exactly. All right. Well, I hear there was a bit of a get-together last night with some... Tasty offerings. Yeah, you know, it was almost a meat night. Oh? There were too many vegetables to qualify as a meat night? There were. There were. That is true. And we didn't continue the insanity like we should have. Until 4 a.m.? Or later? Yeah. Well, we were there till like, I was there till like 3 a.m., but we weren't eating till 3 a.m. Ah. That's the problem. Did you take a nap? Wake up and eat some more. No, see that's the problem. And you fucked up. I know, because uh, Dave bought uh, ground beef. It was gonna make hamburgers, and he's like, "Oh no, we got so much food already." I'm like, "Bro, oh. Oh, dude, after you left, <laughs> he made going. those. After you left, he made those. Did you eat one? No, uh, he only had enough for whatever. And I, I was like, I've eaten all night, and I was basically I came there. This is kind of gross, but I'm just gonna keep it real because it's just us talking here, right? So. <laughs> I came there with the whole thought in my mind. I had eaten at the gas station, as I tend to do. <laughs> so I had a sumptuous gas station meal. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go to JC's house, take a nice dump, clear it everything out, and be ready for a night of festivities. Well, I got there. The dump just wouldn't come. Then finally, at like 3 a.m. or something, like right after Mike left, there's a slight story about this bathroom, by the way. No toilet paper in the bathroom. I noticed that. Again? Zero. Yeah. Zero. So here's what, I've, here's what I've surmised. The roommates who live on the top floor do not put toilet paper in there. They take their own toilet paper into the bathroom like this is a college dorm. I feel honestly sorry for them living with him because they just, they're basically, they're, like, their only space is their rooms, you know? Like, they don't hang out anywhere. They're, like, in their rooms. And uh, I hate I hate living like that. I'm glad when I lived with Evan, we didn't live like that. We were all like had our public spaces, and maybe that's because we were friends. But still, you know what I mean. Anyway, I digress. So, um, 
could I went to 3 a.m. I finally felt it coming on, and I was like, oh yeah. Michael had gone earlier, and I was like way behind. Yeah, Michael. I used I, I think... used the toilet paper, the last of the toilet paper that was in there, and didn't say a goddamn <laughs> thing. Jamie like, said, not my responsibility. I looked, I looked for toilet paper, could not find any. I was like, all right. I guess they live like savages here. I don't know. You know, when 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 you went in the bathroom and you were gone for like ten minutes, as as you tend to do, Jamie was like, "There's no toilet paper in that bathroom." Michael's gonna be struggling, and I said, "If he comes out and says nothing, then we know there's either a a pair of filthy underwear in the trash, <laughs> or Michael is just living rough right now, and he's gonna just <laughs> pretend like everything's cool." So he came out and didn't say shit, yo. And I was like, oh shit, yo, this motherfucker's walking in shit right now. You know? Um He's like, nah, so, I took a shower. No, I used the rest I used what little toilet paper remained. And Probably that was and that was one it. or two rough ass single ply squares. And that was that. I made do. So He's like I flipped and I folded and I flipped and I folded some more. <laughs> I went from a toilet paper, a square of toilet paper, to a potion stamp. Um, By the way, let me just say that the toilets in that house are very tiny. Yeah, they're tiny. They're 1950s like, bottoms. I guess it's like the like there's like the really round kind, and then there's like the, maybe elongated kinds or something. Right. I guess I have an elongated one here because I don't have a problem there. It's like trying to tuck tuck everything in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ridiculous. I'm like, what is going on here? You know? <laughs> Tuck everything in. It's a narrow hold. It's a narrow hold. Um, well, anyway, so... So I you can't shit and piss at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I went in the bathroom. I forgot about it. And I was like, okay, whatever. I went in there, and I felt... I had this... He's like, like it was a mess. <laughs> no, no. I had this extremely hearty, like, fucking turtle head poking. He was ready. He was like, you know, like, ground, that, like Groundhog Day. Compacted gas station meat. It was very On compact. top of the pot roast. This was a fucking egg. I was laying an egg. It was all <laughs> solid and perfect. So I go in the bathroom and I'm fucking got this thing. It's a clincher, you know? It's a race to the finish. And I look and there's no TP. Jamie snuck downstairs and went to bed. And um, I didn't want to take a shit in the bathroom near his bed because I didn't want him walking in and being like, oh, you're vulnerable, you know? And then... The other dudes were all like, dude, it was a ridiculous night of Phil being fucking a maniac. So I was like, okay, I'm going now. Now that's when I knew I was like, I'm going home. So, um, I couldn't like, I was so full cause I ate plenty of pot roast and I ate plenty of, uh, pork chop and I was just so full, you know, cause I couldn't get that meat out of me. I couldn't get that fucking turd going. So I came home and man, I laid a perfect goose egg. And that thing is clogged and jammed the toilet up quite nice. It's still stuck. <laughs> I'm letting I'm letting it biodegrade a little bit before I try messing with it again. They, it doesn't work that way. I'm letting it get soft. It was very hard. Have you ever had to take a shit and it was like you're like, what is this? And it's like you can know you know that while you're shitting, your butthole is fucking like <laughs> fucking like telescoping open fully to let dilated. this thing out. Fully dilated, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was so hard. I mean, my, my fucking rectum is strong, man. You know, my clinch game is nice. And I try to clinch down on this fucker? No way. When the thing happens, it was like a boulder. It's like a shit yeah. on a boulder. Yeah, not a good not a good scene, man. Not a good yeah. scene at all. Should we uh jump down to the link that Mike just put in the extra section? Nope. I, I was That's a big nope. That. 
That's a, that's a big, big. I mean, note. it's very relevant. So I saw someone sent me that, and they were like, the vid, the the article said, we didn't know what a poop, what poop, poop knife was, is. Now that we do, we feel horrible. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to know either. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I mean, know. it's so very self-explanatory. It is. is it really that? It's really a knife to cut the poop. Yes. So he, here's the thing. I made a judgment call before I read the article, and I assumed it was a situation like a macaroni extruder where someone had a knife where they just like cut off chunks as it came out. Uh, That's, that, that was not the case. I, uh, thought it, I thought it was super complicated like that. But apparently, this person's family has a history of uh, difficult to flush, very dense poops. So when that happens, they have a designated knife that's kept it's kept in the laundry room of the house, a centralized location, because there's only one knife in a multi-bathroom home called the poop knife, and they can call for it, chop up their uh, leavings, no. and, and, and flush it properly. No. That's not a moment I want to share with anyone. It's not. I mean, you know, family, you're close, right? But No. You, you could have one in your bathroom. Now... Initially, Mom, it hurts. I questioned. Get me the poop knife. I, I, I was asking myself as they were describing this, why is there only one knife? What's going on? Because who wants to fucking destroy more than one knife? It, now, I think a knife yeah, in every bathroom could, is reasonable. Could, I think you could dedicate a knife to this task, or you could dedicate more than one knife to this yeah, task. Yeah, one to each restroom. So yeah, is I mean, washing the knife after? What, it's an $8? That was my question. They, Where are they they, washing it? James, that's never discussed. Oh. These that was my have to know. after reading this, I was like, okay, if it's a community knife, who washes it? Is someone carrying around a, I used a pun to the person I was I was talking to. I said, is someone carrying this tainted knife through the kitchen? <laughs> like, you know, around the house, unwashed? Uh, what, no, what's going they on? had to wash it off or something. Dude, who knows? It's Where are they addressed. washing it? Are they, are they washing this in the kitchen? Is it, a, is it going in the, in the dishwasher? I don't know. That's the disgusting. kitchen sink or the bathroom sink? I would guess the bathroom sink. Not cool. You would not guess, cool. but that's cool. a, that that guess might be a misstep from someone who has a poop knife. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you read this, right? I, I mean, this is this is a whole thing off of Reddit. Yeah. What if you were a guest in the house and you were like, oh, I couldn't find a knife, but there's one in the laundry room. I just washed it, and you know, yeah, cut these oh. nice tomatoes. Jesus Christ! So yeah, the, the yeah, person found- has. An awkward situation at a friend's house exactly. where he discovers that not everyone has a poop knife and he is ridiculed. And is that's... that what happened? Uh yeah. Oh my god. He's at a friend like you know, if you weird. if you were taking that massive, you know, goose egg of a dump at Jamie's house and you uh you you know cracked the door and said, Hey, um, can you bring me your poop knife? And they're like, What did you just say? <laughs> He's like, you know, the poop knife. You're like, what? Uh, He's like, oh, my family's weird. Yeah. Dude. So, James, maybe you should uh, get yourself a poop knife. Nah, that's all right. I'll just keep clogging the toilet once a week. That's all good. <sighs> you know what else? So this guy told his wife about this. And it turns out she did not know what a poop knife was either. And he had in their in their home that he shares with his wife had a rusty knife hanging in the utility closet. 
that was, in his mind, the poop knife. But apparently, she thought it was just a basic utility knife that she was using to open Amazon boxes. Oh! <laughs> oh! This is not a thing, right? Is this this is not a thing that people do around the country. This one guy does this, and his I family. I think I think it's more common uh, and unknown, you know, than you might think. Just like the whole debate of people like standing up to wipe. You're like, is that a thing? Do people do that? A lot of people do that. Apparently, we do just that. don't know. I do that. You okay, dude? I don't. I. I dude, I'm a big guy. I got to get in and spread the cheeks. I can't have my weight on top of the fucking thing. When I'm in the bathroom, I'm like, I have to duck my head down low so I don't pop my head over the stall while I'm shitting so people don't know I'm standing up. I try to stand all carefully. Don't make fun of me, man. This is a real thing. I don't know how the physics of that scenario work out. Oh, how do you wipe your ass? I lean forward. (sighs) So disgusting. Who taught you how to do that, James? No one taught me. I just started. I realized it was an easier, more efficient way. It's not. It is easier. How? Do, what does that feel like? If you, you have, let's just say, a non-compacted goose egg poop, right? And then you stand up, and you feel it squeeze between your cheeks. What does that feel like? Ugh, it doesn't yeah. get like that. that I happen. don't believe you. It doesn't happen. I'm telling you. My poops normally aren't that messy, honestly. If it's a messy poop, then yeah, I can't do that. I gotta fucking, like, reach all in there and try to fucking get it, and I gotta reach until it's, like, until, you know, whatever. But normally I just don't... I don't I don't have to do that. My poops are normally... They're not normally mushy. Because, you know, I don't poop very often. My poops are very compacted. True. It's like a trash compactor in there from the 70s, like ones you'd have in your house. Spits out a a brick of garbage. Basically. That's exactly what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Well, the things we're learning today, huh? Hey, I'm not ashamed of that. I don't mind saying it. I don't mind. But the whole poop knife thing. Now, look, I've had some poops that I've like and been in some strange person's house and I've been like, this is not going to flush and I'm going to clog this toilet. And I've known like I've known because I'm. I'm pooping and it's it's a, it's it's serious, man. It's like it's like a forearm. It's a baby forearm, you know. James, I or, think you just need to start pooping into buckets or something, and just like <laughs> you always say that, <laughs> and just throw it throw it in the garbage. Like I don't know. <laughs> you always say that. No, I mean, so people said, oh, you got to poop and then pinch it off, poop and then pinch it off, poop and it, or flush, do the pre-flush and then poop and then flush again. That doesn't work, okay? Because my poops are solid. This one long piece. It's like a fucking like a. Uh, Dude, like a fucking 15-inch fucking, like, three inches in diameter fucking whale cock coming out of my ass. It's horrible, you know? It's fucking horrible. And, you know, it's, like, sticking out of the water and shit, and it doesn't want to bend. It's so hard. So I got to flush and hope for the best. If I get a curved one, they normally go around there. So you got to have a knife. Get him a a nice four-inch foldable blade he can carry around with him. I don't want that. Not put a poop-covered horrible. knife in your pocket. That's, yeah, exactly. You got to work on your aim. Or you're in the bathroom washing your knife. You're like, people, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so I just wash my... <laughs> you got to work on your aim, though, so you can just get it straight down the hole so it feeds through like a snake and, you know... That's you how normally I get mine. That's how, normally I, how I normally get mine. 
So yeah, it normally I normally get those. But <laughs> construct a funnel out of a toilet paper tube Oof. to get it going in a straight line. That's a mess. That is a mess right there. <laughs> look, look. I, I tell you, I once abandoned the the toilet at work <laughs> because I like fucking did, an, annihilated it, you know, and I wrecked it. And I like scurried out of the bathroom as another guy went in and walked straight to that stall. And I, oh my god, he was probably like he probably walked in. And he's like Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> just abandoned in place, man. I tell you, what a disaster. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to suggest uh, if you feel one of those coming on, maybe you should go to the bathroom in the lobby of your apartment building, if there is one. Oh, it's not a good bathroom. They're all the same. You don't have to deal with the repercussions. No, I'd rather deal with it here than have it have someone walk in behind me and have, and then they put the face to the poop. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right, fair enough. So other than this uh, this poop scenario, the poop debacles from both of you, um, you have a good a good weekend. Yep. Oh, good good yep. times were had. Okay. Oh yeah, got some darts. Oh yeah, what's the what's the name of the game, Mike? Cricket. Okay. Five hundred one. Mm-hmm. Three hundred one. Quick maths. Yeah, it doesn't work. Oh, yeah, you should have seen us up there, man. We're fucking all idiots. Like, what's 30, yeah. 32 plus 8 plus 6 times 2? Fuck! Basically. No, you're like, all right, trying to add up your shit. And it's like, all right, what's 289 minus 47? You're like, fuck, you know? like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I'm a moron, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, I hate to say this, but, like, I guess in real life you don't do math like that, you know? No, you I've almost completely forgotten arithmetic. Yeah, so it's so. I mean, I was never good at it as a kid, but I could do it. Like I could just sit there and do it in my head, dude. I can't do math in my head anymore. I mean, I can, but when I'm drunk or I've been drinking, my brain's like barely functioning. I'm like, uh, I'm standing in front of him, my head hurts. I'm like, uh, what? Seven minus what's happening? Like, what? Do I carry a one? You know, Michael, uh, me and Michael both did did something. I forgot what it was. It was like whatever, like 289 minus 47 or something. And I was like, no, it was like 30, I it's don't like know. 32 minus 14 or some bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, oh, 32 minus 18. And I was like, uh, I was like, 8 minus 2, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, I don't know what I was doing, and I, the answer I came out with, I was like, that's oh, 26. <laughs> Mike's like, Mike's like, no, it's not. He's like, it's 22, or something like that. And I was, and then Mike was like, we're idiots, it's blah, you know, and he said the right answer. Yeah, you know, but I was like, oh, yeah, we're it's not a good situation. Did you get a bullseye? Uh, I think Mike got a bullseye. Didn't you get a bullseye uh, last uh, night? Uh, at one point, yeah. I think did, you, did. did you aim high, Willis? Yeah, exactly. But you know, uh, Evan, uh, the way you play darts is uh, not really how that works. It's not how you think it works. I have played the official dart before, sir. Oh, okay. Yes. We discovered, Michael wasn't here for this, but we discussed and and figured out what the whole deal is with darts. It's a game designed by the British 
to confuse and and uh, confound the colonies, hence causing a vulnerability and allowing them a, a new in. Because this is all British games, and they're all fucking complicated as so hell. Cricket is a goddamn mess. Okay? Cricket is a fucking sh- disaster. 501 and 301, that's a little more manageable. But it's like, you gotta double in and triple out and fucking fuck your sister and let her look at your penis. It's just fucking crazy, dude. It's like, the game is ridiculous. It's some very interesting family dynamics you have going on. Well, you um, know, incest is wincest. That's, hey, man. Fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> would you say that the darts version of cricket is more confusing than the field sport of cricket? Are you serious? Is a oh yeah, there is a sport called cricket. I don't know. That like eighty percent of the world follows. <laughs> yeah, but you have a bat and you get to hit something. This you don't have to hit. You don't hit anything. You're just like twenty two, oh eighteen. Oh, you know. A, I was thinking of a different game. And like none of the numbers matter. Like certain numbers just don't matter. It's just fucking weird, dude. Evan, what's the game that you play if you're on horses? Polo, but you're not on horses. Play that game, but not on a horse. Field hockey? Mm. I don't know. Water Using like mallets, mallets, and uh, oh, bocce balls? balls? No, you're thinking of bocce ball. Bo- spell bocce. B o c c i e. I don't know. Oh my god. B-O-C-C-E. Okay. Apparently. Also, sometimes it's B-O-C-C-I. Great. Okay, nope. This is a different game. It's those balls, but no, no I- implement. Huh? They're not holding anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know what that so is. So you were talking about... you. At first, you described polo. But you're like, okay, take away the horses, which leaves yes. a person with a mallet and balls, and yes. that's bocce ball. Well, I'm looking at a picture of people playing bocce ball, and they're hand throwing the balls. But there's the no fuck? mallets. So unless, I've never seen that. I, I don't know. I know what you're talking about, and to me. Uh, you know, we—I'm sure we've discussed—we have our own definitions for things. But to me, that's bocce ball. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. I don't know. Maybe what I'm describing is bocce ball, and these people are crazy. I don't know. James, do you know what we're talking about, or is it like only a white person thing? Yeah, I've—I've I've, I've probably heard of bocce ball related to like cruise ships and old people. Okay, I've I just, thought, I I thought that was shuffleboard. Squishy, flexible ball, and an old white guy in a fucking polo shirt and weird pants hitting it. Oh, now this is going to drive me fucking nuts. Great. Oh, it's called croquet. That's what I'm fucking thinking of. Okay. Croquet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Which is different from cricket, which is right. <laughs> which is very different, well not that different from bocce ball. <laughs> and it's different from a croquette, which is a delicious snack. Yes, I always got that confused too. It's like croquettes. I was like, like the game? <laughs> like, like I don't understand. <laughs> so, what's the game with the ho- horses? Polo. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Like water polo. It's like the poor horses. 
<laughs> oh, it's great. It's good shit. Water yep. polo is fun. I've never played it. So that's not surprising. Um, not surprising. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. It's like you've never competed in the 100 meter dash? I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. What kind of triathlete are you, Mike? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> Croquet. Okay. Got it. Got it. Badminton? <sighs> I know what that is. That's I've, played, I've played that in Jamie's backyard many a time. Mm-hmm. Let's move to Texas. All my exes live in, in Texas. Texas. I, I, and that's I don't why really want to. Evan hangs his hat in Tennessee. Exactly. Got it. That's how the song goes. Because he is afraid of your exes. <laughs> he yeah. has an Ter- irrational fear of exes. That's the thing he's dealt with for years. Like the letter X or like Xen I'm xenophobic. <laughs> I can't play, I can't be in the same room as a xylophone. <laughs> <Yep>. <clears throat> All that good shit. Why would we want to move to Texas, James? I don't know. I think you're just trying to move move a show along. Is that right, James? Uh, I don't know. think so because there's no Texas articles, so I don't know what he's talking about. Well, there, there's one. Oh, there is a one a Texas article here. Okay. Yeah, Wait. no, 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 no. But yeah, I was on that page and just got into my head. Let's okay. continue. Gotcha. Continue the banter. So, I'm not. I'm not rushing. Okay. Uh, I don't really have anything to report. Um, how's life in? Did you try your thing out? You bought that thing. You tried? No, it? no, 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 no. No, definitely not. That's uh, I'm not going to open that. I was joking with Mike. I was like, New Year's resolution 2019, open my VR headset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In case anyone doesn't know, uh, on Amazon, they're selling Lenovo VR headsets. What is it called? It's the Lenovo Explorer um, Windows Augmented Reality headset, I guess. Something like that. Yeah. That's a pretty um, good deal. Yeah, it's 250 it's- I think it's, it's actually 240 now. Yeah, it went down. It's a little bit less. Hmm. I'll pick one up. You can play games on Steam. Maybe some other things I don't know about. Yeah. From the Windows Store. The what? Oh, yeah. Maybe they have a Zune simulator so you can fucking bash your head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you just put on the headset and go... <laughs> can I use my actual Zune yeah, as a can. controller? You can. <laughs> my friend got an iPhone the other day, and he's like, um, he's like, this is my first Apple product. I was like, you've never owned even an iPod? He's like, I had a Zune. I'm like, <laughs> why would you own a Christ. Zune? I was like, that's owning a Zune is just so you don't own an iPod. Like, like you're like, even fuck when that. People did, even when people were like, I don't want an iPod, they wouldn't go buy a Zune. They'd go buy any of the other millions of other headsets. <laughs> I mean, things. I bought one because it was a good deal. It was like $160 for a 32 gig device at the time with uh, a nice screen, which I don't think iPods really had at that, at that point in time. Yeah. Like you could watch a movie on it or something like that. Mm. Um, I think I used it once. You what was that it. external hard drive that we were all obsessed about back in the CompUSA days? And it was like a hard drive that had a little screen. It could play MP3s. Arcos and it was a really jukebox? big deal. Arcos Jukebox. Yes, indeedy. Isn't that sad? That whole industry just disappeared. <laughs> well, that was a geeks. That was like by geeks for geeks. Yeah. That the thing. Arcos definitely was. 
No, but I mean the whole MP3 player industry. Like, it was a thing for, like, four or five years. MP3 players were a thing. Well, it's because we didn't have phones that could do it. Now we have phones that could do it, so. You're going to carry two devices? Yeah. Yeah. Idiot. (laughs) It's like, but this MP3 player is so much cooler, man. Like, no. I remember I had an RCA Lyra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I had a 64 megabyte compact flash card in it. <laughs> oh Man, God. I can store an hour of music on this thing, guys. Wow. At God what, like, damn. 64 kilobit? <laughs> yeah, something like, like that. radio it quality. Seemed, yeah, it seemed like a huge deal back then. It's like, dude, this is so cool. You can just download songs off the internet. <laughs> it's not that like a moron saying it right? now. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, duh. Where else would you get songs from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the record store, you know? Like, Dude, oh. my, uh, my, my stepfather asked me the other day, he's like, ah, I want to put these songs in MP3. I was like, huh? <laughs> no, he said, I want to put these songs on the computer. How do I do it? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, like where are no they now? fucking clue. They're on CDs. And I haven't done it in such a long time, I totally forgot how to rip CDs. So I Googled it, and I was like, oh, yeah. There's a dozen things that just do it automatically now. Mm-hmm. And we were able to do it. Uh, VLC player does it. Not VLC. Hey. Uh, it wasn't VLC we used. We used Windows Media Player. Um, are they are they encrypted M4, MP4 files now or something? No. Or w, no, no, no. Uh, WMA? No, no, no. It's uh it's uh just they're lossless. No. Oh no. You know what? I didn't use I tried to use that and it did something weird and I was like, no, I'm not gonna do this. And I ended up downloading something and it did it really easily. It just select everything and it's like, okay, blah and it just did them all. I know. I've always done it with iTunes, so typical Apple shill. Yeah. you know, it's funny, there's a lot of people out there, old people who just have CDs. You know, my my stepfather still plays music on CDs in his car. You know, I'm like, what is this, 1982? What are you doing playing CDs? Optical media. Yeah, what is this? A laser reads the bumps, and then what is this? An old record? What's what's happening? Yeah, hey man, vinyl's making a comeback. Keep keep your CDs; they'll be great. You know, in another 40 years when they're all deteriorated. I bought a physical CD off Amazon relatively recently, like within the last year. Because it costs less than the digital album. Yeah. <laughs> and But Amazon has a feature with most CDs. You buy the CD and then they automatically give you the MP3s anyway. Nice. To your, you know, library or whatever. So it's like, all right, the CD is shipped. Then it's like Amazon auto rip. It's like <laughs> the MP3s are now available for you. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. So... That's CD cool. was ten dollars, and you get the MP3s, or you could buy the digital album for twelve ninety nine. You know, it's like, all right, fuck it. Somewhere <laughs> nice. I have the, uh, somewhere I placed an order in to, in Japan and bought and bought it in yen, and I think they rejected my order, but it was a a, a metal album that I wanted from that band, uh, Talgren, Algren. I can't remember the name of the band, but I bought their album on like, I don't know fucking billboardmusic.jp or something like that. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. And it was like, you know, they were, it was like, oh, we're sending you the CDs and you know, no mention of MP3s. They're like, get wrecked, bro. Are they the the band that does the anime intro that you like? No. They're the band who does uh, that song. 
with the girl screaming. The girl. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know the the girl. What is the the heavy metal person who like? What's it called? It's like all of them. The scorcher, the the gorcher, Gwelcher. What is it called? It's not called the Gwelcher. That what? Like <laughs> what? The Gwelcher. So, so Evan here is an expert in all things metal. In case you guys don't know that, those of you who are listening, yeah. And so James is attempting to explain something that is obviously not a thing. <laughs> Because Evan's sitting there like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Look, it's the, the the person, the growler, the growling guy. That's it. It's called growling. He's like, he's like the Gwelcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the like, growler. I think you're thinking of those creatures on that show Earth 2. Are those called Gwelchers? <laughs> I don't know. Like gr- Gromlins or something? I don't know what they were called. Oh, my God. What's a Gromlin? I think, I think that's right. Anyway, what was it called? I think that's right. When you say that, I can only think of uh, Ice T in Tank Girl as those weird, like sand dog aliens. Oh yeah, he was in that as a sand dog. Oh, alien. here it is. They're called Grendlers. <laughs> a Grendler. A... Grendler. Did I fuck it? Was I on the production team? <laughs> that's horrible. Grendler. Earth, Earth two. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course Clancy Brown's in that one. You guys are like, who's Clancy Brown? I think Google I know him, who that take is. a look. You'll be like, oh, that guy. What? Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah, he's he's the the uh, malicious, sadistic guard in the Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, yeah, he was in Earth too, and uh, <laughs> that show was a failure. He's in Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, he's in Starship Troopers. Yeah. You know, he's the drill instructor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clancy Brown, yeah. Yeah, man. Apparently he was in SpongeBob as well. Hmm. Is he playing Mr. Krabs or something? I have no idea. He's oh. in, no, he's on a... He's in a movie. Oh, no, he's been on it since 1999. Holy shit, it's a, he's a repeating character. What the fuck? Mr. Krabs' voice. It is him. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> this angry motherfucker's in a kid's cartoon? Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, he does a lot of TV stuff, looks like. Hmm, interesting. Well, good for him. He did a, a Rick and Morty episode. He did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV series, which was on for five years. Oh, yeah. Video games, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Hmm. Good for him. So let's get back to this growling Nay Gwelcher, James. So what do you Grendler. The <laughs> The Grendler. <laughs> it's a large, horrible looking creature on a foreign planet. So it's also the person who goes oh, whatever <laughs> on a metal album. <laughs> so when you say Grindler, all I can think about is the Grindle, and I'm like, isn't that, that little bag under your balls? That's the Grundle. Grundle, there we go. This is Grendler. Yeah, I don't know what the Grendler is, man. A hero from an old German children's novel. Yeah, Gwilcher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's probably in. Uh, he's probably Krampus's like buddy or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what was your point, James? Um, He's like, you know the Grundler or whatever you're talking about? The Gwelcher? The girl. 
who's in that song, she's the growler. She does the she does the the, the she yells in Japanese, but she's like, rrr, rrr, and then she's like, ah, you know. It, okay. it was on his he, he. I saw them and I sent it to you. He, he they were on Anthony Bourdain's No Reservation show. Like he went to see them live in Japan. It doesn't sound familiar. Oh my god, Evan. Maybe uh <clears throat> was it a long time ago? I don't know. You know, it was, like, it was, you know, 2012 or something. It probably was 2012. You remember it? I think they're called Falgren or Talgren or something. You must remember. Something nope. Grin. Chelsea Grin? No. Who's that? No. No. Don't worry about it. We'll figure That's it out. That's some growling for you. Okay, anyways. Eh, look. <laughs> this is Jim kind of growling. <laughs> um, while Mike looks up Chelsea Grin and is completely disappointed and disgusted. Ah! <laughs> Tall Grin? Tall Grin, yeah. You found it? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, good good talk. Uh let's get into some news here. So uh apparently the government is shut down. It is and it isn't maybe. Which government? The United States federal government. Hmm. Um they could not t- come to a budget agreement as of midnight on Friday. However, and, they're and still today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. They're still in uh, deliberations, and I guess have the, you know they have until Monday, tomorrow morning, to come to some agreement or in effect. Well, or well they don't have till, they have till it's it's past. What do you mean? They had till Friday at midnight. Now it's just fucking done. Well, yeah, I mean nothing happens. On, some things happen on the weekend, anyways, but. You know, not much in the federal government gets done on the weekends. So they're still, they're hashing it out. People are there. The lawmakers, as the House and Senate are apparently referred to, having some good old, some heart to heart. Because they're mostly lawyers, I guess. But, I mean, I guess they come up with laws. They haven't made that's a law their... in, like, fucking ten years. <sighs> Everything they do is a law, isn't it? No, but they're all, they don't, they barely do anything. Think about how many things they all they did all the way this year. Even when Obama was in office, they barely did anything. They probably do a lot for very little change. I don't have the information in front of me, James, to, to counteract what you're saying. But I have a feeling they do more than we think they do. They do a lot of fundraising for their parties also. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so there's a proposal for a temporary, um, budget for like another until like February 8th or something like that. Uh, so for another three weeks or so to keep the federal government working and give them three weeks to come to a full agreement on the federal budget. So the issues are, well, basically the issue is immigration. Um, the not well, neither side wants to budge on on their stance on immigration. So, and that's of course part of the 
the federal budget for whatever reason. Um, so things get held up that way. Um, so we'll see. I will still be working. Thankfully. Why is that? I, I am essential personnel, apparently. Is everyone on your team or just you? Everyone on my team. That's interesting. Yep. We Last have literally time. one person in the office. Mm-hmm. One person is deemed essential. I don't doubt that. <laughs> Last time this happened, five, I think it was about five years ago, Um, I was one of like three people who worked. But, you know, we've gone through some restructuring. So as far as I've been informed, everyone on my team is working, which hmm. I guess kind of makes sense because it's filing season right now, which is the perfect time for a shutdown. So we'll see how long it lasts. Um, something that's actually mentioned in the article that I didn't really think about is what happens to, like, parks and monuments and everything during shutdowns. And I guess, you know, they will remain uh, at least partially staffed if the shutdown goes through or continues, um, which apparently is not normal. Normal. Well, last time they closed everything. Yeah. I mean, what about things that require maintenance? Put up gates and they're like, all right, we're done. Yep. Also, uh, like, who does... Food and Drug Administration probably does stuff. The CDC probably does stuff. But, like, there's scientific experiments where, you know, okay, well, we we just lost the last six months of work because we we weren't allowed in. Great, everything's dead now. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of shitty. There might be some things, though, that are, like you, deemed essential, so. Yeah. Science is not one of them, though. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Um, so, that's what it is. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, probably Seems- like last time, anyone who was deemed not essential, uh, other than contractors, I'm sorry, Mike, any federal employees deemed non-essential will still get paid for their time out of the office, most likely. Uh, but one quick jab at, I'll say, the administration. When, uh, during the last shutdown or, or previous to his time in office, President Trump, or 40, was your mom calling 45? Mm-hmm. 45 was like, well, the government shutdown is the president's fault. But now that he's president, he's like, these fucking Democrats, they, they won't budge. They're shutting down the government. Yeah, I don't think it's their fault. Um, no, it's not. It's just, you know, there's uh Isn't there a majority of Republicans in the... Yes. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. That's uh, just a little jab at hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Wait, so there, there is a majority. I thought they didn't have the votes. I thought the Republicans didn't have the votes. Because not needed, all the Republicans are the voting that way? They, I thought they had to have the Democrats to get it done. Uh, James, that was not my understanding, but I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm only talking about what I've heard I, I, from... You know, I, you can't really believe in any news source now, so it could be spin or anything. I don't know if that's true either. I heard that they didn't have the votes and they needed the Democrats. And, it, I mean, the Demo- I don't know if maybe maybe some some uh, Republicans just have abstained or are, aren't available to vote, and they need the Democrats to close it, close it up. But yeah. How do you guys feel about the whole DACA thing? Do you guys care or no? Um... 
I think it's kind of fucked up. Like if someone has been here, even illegally for like 20 years, um, it really comes down to, are, are they paying their share towards, you know, funding their state and federal government? If yes, then they can stay. Mike. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm down with that. Um, from what I understand, from what I've been told about the the whole thing, so everyone's like, oh my God, Trump's doing away with it. Oh my God, oh my God. It's not really the case. Apparently what Obama did was just supposed to be temporary and Congress is supposed to fix it like more permanently, like write a, a law, like write a bill into law or whatever, you know, whatever they do. Right. And fix it permanently, and Trump just is taking away the temporary fix. Hmm. So, yeah, let's fix it. <laughs> you know, I'm sure they're working on some of that as we speak. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It doesn't affect me, obviously. So I'm just like, uh, whatever. You sure? Yeah, it would have affected your old position, but. Um, oh, the shutdown? You, yeah, yeah, no, the shutdown absolutely. No, sucks. I meant, yeah, I meant, I, I don't. He didn't mean that. Oh, he meant no. I mean immigration. the whole DACA thing. I mean, I, I, I understand. I get it. And I was being and, funny, saying it doesn't. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, I hope they get it sorted. I mean, that's what America's built on, is right. The backs what, of all slave the labor come here. Well, no, the backs <laughs> of people who come here to fucking want to have better life. Yeah, you know. And most Americans aren't doing the jobs these people are doing. If their kids want to come here, learn to be good Americans, and then go on to fucking add to this country, I say go for it. I think it's a good thing. I think they need to fix that whole system. The whole system is broken. My fear is that they're going to take DACA away and not fix anything. Yeah, that's probably what will happen. Yeah, so. I mean, I have a lot of friends who probably who have illegal people in their family, or they are illegal you know, or were illegal up until a certain point. So I think it's, uh, you know, and there, and it's not like you're, if you come here, you're paying taxes. Like somebody's getting some tax money off of you somewhere, somewhere in the chain, the government's getting their cut. They're getting their beak wet. You know, today's a good day. I got to use the beak wet thing. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, you're making a I lot have. of foul references today, James. Yeah. Yeah. Poop knives and, Laying eggs and That's white right. beaks. Yeah. Anyway, James, I think you have the next article here. Yeah, yeah. thank you for behind the paywall, by the way. Like oh, that. yeah, that's thank ETC News for that. <laughs> um, okay, so this article is uh, a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of long, but uh, I'm going to try to speed through it, just whiz through it and give you guys all the gritty details here. Um, okay, so in like 2006 or something like that, uh, and actually I have a whole string of of a uh, of a uh, a timeline of events, a, perhaps. Yeah. So anyway, 2006, Trump meets uh, uh, what's her name, Stormy Daniels. He meets Stormy Daniels at a at a benefit golf tournament. Okay. He meets her there. He says. I like your style, sugar plum, you know, <laughs> he, and he starts, he gets to talking to her and he invites her for dinner, right? She gets all gussied up, 
puts on her fucking fancy clothes. She says, I'm going to fucking have dinner with Trump. Let's see what's see what's really good. You know what I mean? So, and I believe she's married at the time, by the way. So she goes, she has dinner with Trump. And he's married, of course, too. His wife had just had Baron. So. Had just um, had what? Baron. Baron what? Their son, Baron. Baron oh. Trump. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You didn't know her. his son had a ridiculous name like Baron? I guess I forgot. Yeah. I thought you meant she she bore someone. You're using like a weird tense. Oh. Her, like she her, bore her, a child. Her womb is barren? Yeah, yeah or something. I don't know what you were saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. Okay. She just had her child, her son named Baron. <laughs> Excuse me. So B A R R E N. No. Yeah. So kidding, kidding. kidding. Um her son was Baron. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um she just had him about four months earlier. <clears throat> Trump's at this golf tournament, meets Dusty uh Dusty Bazangas. Dusty Kazangas? <laughs> Dusty Kazangas, <laughs> yeah. Um no, he meets uh Stormy at Daniels and he invites her to dinner. So she comes to his room to meet him for dinner. And to meet him to go to dinner, and she gets there, and this fucking alpha motherfucker is fucking on the like on the bed, laid out with his fucking robe on, feet crossed, kicking it, watching TV, and he's like, "Come on in," you know. <laughs> so she goes in the room, and she's like, "What the fuck," you know. Um, and the article covers a lot of the details. If you're really interested in like the details of their conversations and stuff, cause she kind of rips into him about, <laughs> about being like a fucking like orange fucking piece of shit with weird hair, but they kind of go back and forth and she like negs him about his hair and talks to shit up about this and everything else. And he promises her to put her on, uh, the apprentice, which was a big deal at the time. And he says, he's going to buy her a, a condo at Trump Plaza, the Trump, uh, Trump condominiums in Tampa and everything. So they have dinner and they bone, right? After dinner. So this went on for the next year or so. Um they but it got less and less frequent over time and then at the very end she got pregnant by her husband. So she stopped having she stopped meeting random dudes and she stopped answering un she says in the article she stopped answering calls from unknown numbers. Um, so it's pretty common for porn stars to just do escort stuff. And I guess if you're a porn star's husband, you've got to, you come to a point where you're like, okay, it's cool. This is the thing that happens. So whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, so anyway, she stops talking to him. Everything's cool. So then take us to a 2011, right? uh, Stormy hears, I keep wanting to call her fucking dusty. Stormy (laughs) hears a, she hears a rumor that Trump has said some negative things about the porn industry and how he would never have sex with a porn star. So she's like, oh shit, motherfucker. And at that same time, the rumor mill was just starting to churn about this whole affair thing. And the dirty got hold of this. So the dirty is a, is a, is a shitty little web newspaper thing. Um, web newspaper. Okay. Um, so anyway, there, they had an article about it. It went absolutely nowhere. Nobody cares about the Apprentice star having sex with a porn star. Nobody gave a shit. So, and the dirty, like, who's heard of the dirty? Like, it's not, nothing. So, she went and she called In Touch Weekly, which was like the celebrity rag that did all the celebrity news. 
So she called In Touch Weekly and had did a whole interview with them, talked to them all about it. In Touch Weekly did polygraphs with with uh, Stormy, Stormy's husband, and Stormy's friend to corroborate. They got all this evidence, everything, to corroborate the whole thing. Um, in 2011, they all passed the polygraphs. So they had the whole story written up, but then they never released it. Turns out that everyone's afraid of Trump because Trump sues everybody who talks about them. So nothing came of it in 2011. 2016, October 2016, the smoking gun releases another article about it because now Trump is running for White House. And they released an article about it. Of course, it doesn't go anywhere because at this time, all these women were coming out saying, oh, Trump molested me and Trump's talking about grabbing by the pussy and stuff. Basically, this guy's a fucking Looney Tunes character. No one thought he would win. And they were like, this story is not going to go anywhere. So Smoking Gun released a story, but nobody cared. Um, The Slate interviewed Stormy Daniels after the Smoking Gun article came out. They interviewed her about it and did a really in-depth, like, fucking thing with all this corroborating evidence. Talked to a bunch of people. They got phone numbers for Trump's bodyguard and all this stuff that Daniels had. Like, she apparently, it was very, very lot of fact that the facts were there to show that Stormy had been, like, dealing with him on a regular basis. So, um, she tells the guy, the, the editor of Slate, who interviews her, they talk several times. She tells him, says, hey, look, we have, um, we have, uh, they're, 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 I was trying to get money from them. I was trying to get get some money from from Trump, some hush money, but now they kind of stalled. So now I'm just going to sell this story so I can make some money. So uh, about halfway through the negotiations for like getting the story and doing the research and stuff, Stormy stops talking to them. Well, the week before Stormy stopped, stopped talking to them, she texted a legal document, and on that legal document with the two pseudonyms. Uh, person A, Stormy Daniels, will be known as Peggy Peterson. Person B, blank, will be known as David Dennison. Okay? So she sends that to the guy, and the guy has the picture of it, and he puts it in their, in their new article they just released. So, but the slate at the time, after Stormy stopped talking to them, they were like, we're not going to release this article. Even though we have all this proof and information, we're not going to release it because... Uh, number one, they didn't think anybody would care with everything that Trump's getting into, and it'd be a waste of the article, and they figured they're going to sit on this fucking goose egg in case something comes of it. And two, um, they didn't want to... They felt like with all the other things that were happening, this would just go... It would just fly under the radar and no one would notice. So uh, they just... Oh, yeah, and also because they didn't want to... They don't pay for stories. So because they didn't pay for stories, they like, you know... They didn't have the 100% official word from Stormy, you know, so they're like, okay, we're not going to use this. So anyway, they had the whole thing, whatever. And she stopped talking to them. Well, in on January 12th, the Wall Street Journal releases an article saying that Stormy Daniels was paid $130,000 by Donald Trump uh, as hush money to hush up this affair. And in their story, they kind of say that she was paid around October 2016, which is the same time that the Slate article basically stopped because she stopped talking to them. So uh, let me look at my my thing here. Um, So Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, okay, he went to a legal school named Cooley, which is renowned for having some of the worst, it's like the worst law school 
that takes just anybody in and passes just anybody. There's a whole Reddit post about it, and ETC News talks a little bit about it when they talked about this article. Um, but uh, apparently the pro- the point is he's possibly an idiot. Okay, <laughs> so Michael Cohen is still his lawyer, by the way. So Michael Cohen, what he does is when 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 he he denies the whole thing he's like this is all true we didn't pay any money to anybody they didn't have an affair they met once that was it so stormy daniels sends out a a denial as well well the denial came from michael fucking cohen's office okay why would stormy daniels use trump's lawyer look pishaw it's all a fucking accident okay it's not true it's not real this never happened Okay, so they were doing Stormy a favor. She couldn't send her own press release. He sent it out for her. So, because he's a nice, he's a swell guy. He's a good guy. He's good, good. Pro good bono. Guy. Pro bono. He did her. He did her a solid. Okay, so um, just like his boss. <laughs> so, um, well, so Wall Street Journal is the fucking Wall Street Journal. So they do like the corporate fucking records. They check it out. Right, they do some digging and they find out that Stormy Daniels was paid one hundred and thirty thousand dollars by a company called Essentials. Uh, I wrote it down here, Essentials Consultants LLC. It's a Delaware LLC. Everything's good to go. Okay, now if you're trying to hide uh, a payoff of money, you use pseudonyms like David Dennison and Peggy Patterson. You know, no big deal. You use pseudonyms. That's how it works, and then that you can obscure all this stuff. So what happens is it looks like a company called Essential Consultants paid Stormy Daniels some money for some unknown thing. Could have been porn. We don't know. Okay? The problem is our Cooley graduate, when he signed, when he signed the paperwork to start Essential Consultants, LLC, he just signed it Michael Cohen. Instead of just hiring another law firm or using another name or using a pseudonym, because in Delaware, the whole purpose of getting a Delaware LLC is to obscure and have total anonymity. Like, this could be a total shell corporation. Nobody would have known. He didn't do any of that. So now, a company owned by what's-his-name's lawyer (laughs) paid her $130,000 for no particular reason. It's a very whole sketchy and sordid affair, and it's absolutely hilarious. So... There's like I have I have a I'll put this in the bottom of the thing um, to annoy uh, everyone on the show. <laughs> um, but there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten links here. Is it ten? One, two, three, four, nine links. Nine links here, so you can check these links out if you're really interested in this. It's just very sorted, and it's the fun thing about this article is not because I care if this guy got his knob polished by a porn star. But just the the fun thing about it is this is like a great example of doing the research, you know, and you do the research, you follow the trail and here we go. You know, so this is like shows you that there are some really great news organizations out there that do do the research and they do. They will find the facts. And this is kind of cool. So I'll post this in my section of the show notes. Very funny stuff. Good times had by all. Enjoy. I like it. Yet another hypocrisy uh situation yeah that was the other thing you know it's just yeah the more more hypocrisy just it's kind of uh you know and you know what i don't think that trump cares about 
fucking porn stars. I don't think he cares about abortion. I don't think he cares about any of this stuff. I think just it's all fake. Mm-hmm. Like all this is fake, fake news. So yeah. sad. Yep. <laughs> but I'm glad this information is available now. Glad something got published on it. And his lawyer is <laughs> an idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. He's 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 a just a dumb dumb. I mean, it's kind of like why would you send out a press release from your office with your fucking name on it? For this, I mean, it's why would you do that? And if you read the press release, it's so weird. Like she says in the press release, she says, um, she says, there's a rumor going around that Donald Trump and myself had an illicit affair many, 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 many years ago. She says many like seven times. What the fuck? It's so fucking weird. And I was like, did Trump write this? <laughs> When I read this, I'm like, this is something Trump would do, right? Like, he would do this. Like, many, many big, 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 big problems. You know, it's just like, it's such a Trumpian thing to do. And it was just weird, man. It's just fucking strange. The whole thing is strange. And she's like, if I had an affair with him, it'd be in my book. I wouldn't be giving it away. It was just weird. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I think what happened was Stormy Daniels got paid. She's like, that's all I wanted. And so when they said, make a statement, she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's like, I don't care anymore. That's funny. I might actually read through these the yeah. links you're going to put in there. Yeah, I'm going to stick them there right now. Nice. Uh, looks like we have some follow up on Hawaii next. Yes, sir. So there's a couple things here that came out after the fact. So, of course, this is a reference to the uh, last week we talked about the accidental alert that went out to everyone in Hawaii yep. about an incoming missile. Um, so since then, they've sent out a couple other things, or a couple other things have been brought to our attention. So a tweet, now this is unrelated supposedly, but there's a tweet um, that was sent out that inadvertently showed a uh I'm sorry it wasn't a tweet it was an it was an Associated Press photo from July that uh shows you know like a picture in the operations center or whatever of the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency and you know there's a guy standing there and then you can see in the background a monitor and then on the monitor is a sticky note with a password written on it <laughs> and I think if you really wanted to you could probably make out what the password says hilarious i haven't really tried to look but yeah and i mean it literally says password and then a word underneath that so um and then they also sent out a tweet that shows the screen where the guy clicked the wrong thing basically Mm -hmm. and sent out the alert to everyone and they explain it they say he clicked on this he should have clicked on this basically so that's kind of interesting, just to just to see what, well, how did this happen? You know, what happened? Whoops! So he clicked on that. And he said it should have clicked on that. Yeah, the password is warning point two. Well, there you go. That's what it looks like to me. If you look at it, if if you just go click on the thing, warning point two. Yeah. So I bet that's workstation number two in that office. 
Uh, oh yeah, okay. Could so be. stupid. The cool there's thing another one. There's the another flag. one next to it. Yeah, I can't see what that one is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting. So just just a little follow up. Everyone um, knows you're supposed to keep your passwords written down on a post-it note underneath your keyboard, not on the front of the monitor. <laughs> and that shit is taped there. How long has it been? How, how long has the password been the same that the <laughs> adhesive on the sticky note has worn out and they felt the need to put scotch tape on it for yeah. it to be more permanent? It probably never gets changed. Are they but sharing you know credentials? <gasps> like, none of this should surprise us, right? Like, like we, we all know this, so that people do this. You know? Yeah. I tell people at work all the time, I was like, you can't use this password. It's tape. It's up here. It's on your thing. Like, I go to people's desks and there's passwords all over the fucking desk. I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. It's obviously, like, this is obviously fucking horrible right here. But people don't care, man. Like, you can't make people care. And the thing is, this shit matters. Like, you know, you fucking, like, one person, they're like, I'm just one person. I'm nobody. But it just so happens that he works at the emergency management center of whatever. You know what I mean? And to him, it's an inconsequential just-a-job thing. But... It's a fucking fucking security nightmare. It's always shit like this. And I mean, obviously, this is just another... This is just more incompetence. But this... I don't think this relates to the accidental button press. If the... I didn't see the... I need to click on your link again, Michael, because I didn't see the screenshot. Is there a screenshot of when he... Yeah, here you go. That's Yeah, that's a screen. So if you see this screen... You see the screen from the Honolulu Civil Beat thing... You can see it's just a website. It's web links. And this one at the top says BMD false alarm, ballistic missile false alarm, whatever the D stands for. That is, that's the, uh, at the that's top, the one you that can, you can see it says templates. It's kind of cut off, but yeah, but that, that one on top, that's the one that the guy put in, uh, that's the one that they programmed in so they could shut the whole thing off and release another message. Mm-hmm. That one's the new one. That's the one that they would spend 45 minutes getting in so they could alert everybody to say that it was a drill. The one he should have pressed was drill PACCOM CDW state only, and instead he hit PACCOM CDW state only. Look at the difference. If you were in a rush on your way out of the office or on your way into the office, I think he was on his way out, right? Uh, I, I, I guess. I'm not sure. I think he was on his way out of the office, and he just had to... He had to click. I think his shift was over. He clicked the button to test it, and he's like, and he pressed. Like this is not this. I don't blame him for this. I do not blame him for this because this is a kind of mistake that people make all the time. You know, it's it, it's it's like I don't know why people think that they're infallible. Uh, just to give you a really minor example of this, when you do an inventory, big companies do inventories of like warehouses and shit. They use barcode scanners and shit. Like Amazon's whole facility, I guarantee they use barcode scanners and fucking robots and all kinds of shit. Like, we know they do. The reason they do that is for two reasons. One, efficiency, and three, human beings, and two, human beings suck. You know? And I watched a lady do a fucking whole inventory of a room with monitors in them, and the monitors had Ds, zeros, and... It was another letter. 
No, it was D's and zeros. It has D's and zeros in the fucking in every serial number. And it was like thirteen or fourteen characters long. She inverted every zero with a D and every D with a zero, and she lost her fucking job because of that. Because they don't use they didn't use that. I, I told them I said, You guys should scan this. She's like, No, it's fine. And she was manually typing them in. Human beings suck at fucking things. You know? If you can automate something or let a fucking computer do it, please do. Because guess what? You are not mentally equipped to handle this. You know? (laughs) People are fallible as fuck, man. This is a horrible system. It's really bad. It's just bad. Like Trump would say, so sad. All right. That's my rant on that. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate it, James. What's next? Um, I think that's yours, too. Yeah, so this was the... uh, I'm sure everyone's heard about this by now. And honestly, I thought it was bullshit. Like, the first time I heard about, like... uh, You know, sometimes you hear about things in the news, and you're like, come on, man, is that really a thing? But it's like... this This article says more than 30... I'm sorry, more than 40... U.S. teens poisoned as liquid detergent tide eating challenge goes viral. So there, you know, there are these things called pods, like Tide Pods, and I'm sure there's other companies too that make them. Yep. These little detergent things, which I honestly don't understand, but that's fine. Convenience. Okay. Um. So apparently, people have been eating them or drinking them, or I don't know what the fuck. And, yeah, it just doesn't even make sense. I'm like, what is going on? It's natural selection round two. Tide put a tweet out. They said, what should Tide pods be used for? Doing laundry, nothing else. (laughs) Eating a Tide pod is a bad idea. And then they said, we asked our friend Rob Gronkowski, I don't know who that is, to help explain. Oh, it's some football player or something. Okay. So they that, got some sponsorship here. That'd be great if whoever was running Tide's Twitter account just tweeted out like, what the fuck? Don't eat these. So did you guys, this, this, how this all got, okay. So I heard, I heard a rumor. <laughs> Basically, I don't know if it was Tide or General Mills. <sighs> I might have been the company that makes gushers. Um, Ooh, Tide and pods they do sent, look like giant gushers. And they sent uh, they they kept sending emails to someone's DMs on Twitter. Uh, it was one of these companies. I can't remember which ones, but they kept sending emails to them saying, "Hey, look, you should make." And so they said, "Open up your DM. Open up your DM. We have a message to send you." So finally, this company opened their DMs up. And I can't remember who the fucking company was. I think it was Gushers. They said, open your DMs up. They opened the DMs up, and they sent them a message. And in the message, the message they sent them said, hey, we have this idea that's going to make you a ton of money. You should make a Gushers that looks like a Tide Pod, because Tide Pods look delicious, but you can't eat them. We would love a Gushers-flavored Tide Pod, or a Tide Pod-flavored Gushers. (laughs) And... Whoever, I'm pretty sure the company was the company that makes Gushers, and they immediately closed their DMs and just did not reply. But the guy took a screenshot of the fucking message. I'll have to find it. He took a screenshot of the message, and that was like two years ago. 
or something like that. And I think that started to recirculate around, and now the Tide Pods thing came back. And I'll be honest with you, they look fucking yummy as fuck. You know, like, they just, like, look like fucking fruit punch and juice, and it looks delicious as fuck. Like, they gotta make the juice inside, like, green or brown or something, so you just stay away. Or just make the casing not transparent. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Just color the whole thing black or something. Like, but you know who, what? Who likes black time, licorice? Yeah, nobody. Mike. Mike does. He probably does. <laughs> this is delicious. These are the best. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but, uh... They should, you know what? They shouldn't do anything. Yeah. You know, this is like I said what you said when Michael first told me about this natural selection. It's like if you're stupid enough to eat a packet of dish detergent and you get sick, it's your fault. Yeah, it totally is. It's not Tide's fault. Nothing about this is eat, you know? <laughs> Except that they look delicious. No, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm sure this is, I know this is soap, but man. I bet it tastes like something other than soap. Let's find out. Yeah, it's it's just silly. I mean, I don't I don't understand. But whatever. Yeah, that you're right though. That's totally natural selection right there. So, so do you do you need some clarification on the convenience of laundry pods? Or yes. like it's it's not something you've ever used. Please clarify it. Um, well, in lieu of powdered or liquid detergent, where you have to, in theory, measure out a certain, you know, quantity, depending on the size of your load, you, <laughs> uh, instead you just toss in one or two of these pods, depending on the size of your load, <laughs> and, uh, hit go. Okay. Well, Very similar to dishwasher pods, yeah, in lieu don't... of powdered or liquid dishwashing detergent. Yeah, don't use those either. But uh Are you a powder guy, Mike? I have a feeling you're a powder guy. We're a powder guy for the for the dishes and liquid for the clothing. Do you use liquid fabric softener? No. Do you use fabric softener sheets? We use dryer sheets. Dryer do sheets. They, do they soften the fabric? I have no idea. Okay. Did you know that if you put a flame retardant piece of clothing in the dryer with a dryer sheet, it makes it not flame retardant anymore? I did not know that. The only thing I have heard is if you put a towel in the dryer with a dryer sheet and makes it not not as towely anymore. Not as absorbent. Ah, I I had not heard that. I thought you were going the route if you put a dry towel in the dryer with a load of wet laundry, then it dries faster, which is debatable. I had not heard that. Try it next time. Okay. Got some good information going on here. Who has this, the next article? What the fuck? That's what the me. fuck I am? <laughs> I am sofa. No, okay. <laughs> so this is one I'm sure everyone's seen this, like posted on Facebook and. Probably just, it's probably been on TV because um, it's just so crazy. So this is the, someplace out in uh, out in California. It's 70 miles east of Los Angeles. Um, this girl escaped from her own house 
She, on her way out, she grabbed a cell phone and she called the police and reported that her and the rest of her siblings are basically being held hostage in their own house by their parents. What's also crazy is there's a total of 13 kids, although kids is a generous term because a lot of them are actually technically adults. Um, seven of them are actually adults. So five of them are actually under the age of 18. Um, now this is kind of weird. They say, so the girl that escaped was, is 17 years old. Um, now this is, this is kind of weird. I'm not sure why they, they said this. It says the girl who officers had initially thought was about 10 years old contacted police on Sunday after escaping. So that's the 17-year-old mm-hmm. that they thought was about 10 years old. Underdeveloped. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, look at the pictures. All these girls just look... All of them have... I mean, I'm not... He's like, all of them have something wrong with their face. He's like, I don't know what's going on. But... <laughs> they, none of them have a face. It's They got their face trimmed off. No, all of them look very... They look very young. I mean, they have, they look all underdeveloped. All of them do. I'm, I have, I, I don't want to sound like a pervert. None of them have any breasts. It's weird. Like, I mean, in America, you know, we have so many hormones of bullshit in the food. Like, fucking ten year olds have boobs. So none of these girls, all these girls are flat chested, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's fine. I'm not saying that. Oh my god. Are you I'm questioning not... the maternity, James? No, I think that there's obviously some, I think there's I think this lends credence to the what we know about this story, yeah. and that these kids weren't treated well. You know, they weren't allowed to fucking, you know, they weren't uh, allowed a healthy lifestyle so they could develop normally. So it says uh, the children's parents uh, were arrested and each charged with nine counts of torture and ten counts of child endangerment. They're held on nine million dollars bail. Good. Look at them. Look at them in this picture. Jesus Christ. The siblings told officers that they were starving. The police uh, did not detail the parents' motive for holding the children hostage. And it said they had no further details. I read another story somewhere, like on Facebook or something, that said that the kids had been like... um, Like they said they'd been like literally like taunted with food and stuff. And they're like like chained to beds. Mm. So yeah, it also said they were mal. So this article said though they're malnourished and filthy. It's like what the fuck is going on? Like, it sounds like some wacky shit was going on there. I mean, obviously some wacky shit was going on. It's not normal, you know. Like oh, we keep we keep our kids chained to the bed, you know. Yeah, that's not that's not normal behavior. Oh, we so. don't want them going for the poop knife. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> weird. Um. So yeah. So that was very, very odd. Uh. So I'll have to read more into that. Yeah. It's wacky. I think more and more will come out about this as the days go by. But just look at these people, though. Look at them. You tell me these people don't look fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah. I mean, if if you didn't know about the other activities, you'd be like, yeah, they're not going to have a great looking family, but good for them. They found true love. Now, 
you're like, ugh, Jesus, they're definitely, they're definitely. Well, yeah, creeps. that's true. But let's be honest here. If you saw this picture with no context, and you saw everybody, and you saw, or you just like, saw the, are faces, they Mormons? You'd be like, why do they have so many fucking kids? Yeah, that's what you'd think. You'd be like, why are there so many kids? You know. And I'd be like, and I look at the guy, but he's not handsome enough to have a good enough job to pay for all these kids. That's what I would think, you know? And like, she looks creepy. She looks like fucking the female incarnation of fucking, um, the fucking, the precious blah, blah, blah guy. Golem? That's she, Golem. She looks like a female interpretation of Golem. It's fucking well, creepy. At His least she's a, she's a thrifty shopper, though. She must have gotten a good deal on that fabric. She probably made them. Yeah. Anyway, horrible. Hmm. Horrible. So sad. <laughs> okay. Uh, who has the next one? Lies are bigger in Texas. I have a feeling that's James. Oh, that's me. Yeah, yeah. This one's really wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So uh, <laughs> this newspaper name, which I'm just absolutely loving, The Statesman. Um, so basically a Texas judge interrupts the jury uh, during their <laughs> – while they're doing their uh, thing saying – Oh, God told me this guy's not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> and the jury's like, uh, get wrecked, bro. <laughs> He's totally guilty of human trafficking and and turning this child prostitute, human trafficking a teenage prostitute. Um, yeah, it's a big mess. And now he's being uh, investigated. And they're pretty sure that there's some sketch shit going on. Like, they're going to they're gonna come, they're going to come with some, you know, he's probably somehow either involved or he's you know, trying to, uh, it's the guy's best customer. Yeah, probably. Or he's, or he's gotten paid to try to get the guy off, you know? Yeah. yeah it's a mess. That's funny. Stuff. funny. That's, I don't, that, I don't want to live in Texas. Well, you know what? This is, this is the problem. This is one problem with America. People think people actually have in their heads that, saying God told me to do something is a possible motive is a possible reason to do a thing. Like that's what's scary about this to me. Especially you know, if the person has power. Yeah. So he he's probably he's obviously bullshit, but he's 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 sitting here thinking that this is a thing that he could say and the jury would be like, okay, you know, like he actually thought that would work. You know? And I think if the act if the crime hadn't been so heinous the jury might have been like, oh, okay, you know? So, I don't know. The whole thing is very, it's very sketch, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. just gross. Um, Yeah. I hope he loses. He is debarred, or disbarred. Uh, so you're going to say declawed. <laughs> you pe- pesky felines. Yeah. <laughs> Always judging. Uh, Just as a side note. Um, I'll put this in the chat between put between us. Here, Mitch McConnell looks so scared. Just take doesn't he always look on. terrified? He always looks terrified. And he, like he has, on all, borderline dude, him. on his deathbed. Where is my fucking thing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he looks fucking terrified. Yeah. Or like a like a like a like a, a rooster like you took a rooster or a chicken and made it a man, <laughs> you know. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
he's he's been living a lie his entire life, just waiting for someone to find out that he's completely unqualified for this position. Oh, yeah, we know. We figured it out. The secret's out, Mitch. Please retire. <laughs> uh, it's time for you to it's time for you to retire and learn what the internet is. All right. Yeah. Mm. Let's move on. All right. So uh, this is under Stranger Danger. Uh, the you guys have heard of uh, OnePlus? Yep. So they make those phones. Mm-hmm. All right. They make some Android phones that I've heard about before. They're supposed to be kind of good. There's the know. OnePlus One, the OnePlus Two. Right. Got a couple people at work who have them. I don't know if there's a OnePlus Three. So apparently, between November 2017 and January 11th of this year. One of their servers was hacked, and a malicious script was injected into the payment page. So it uh, it captured credit card information as it was being entered by users on the site. Yes. So it caught everything, you know. So card numbers, expiration date. What's the three-digit code on the back of the card? You know, mm-hmm. all that crap. What's that for, anyways? Do you know? It's a CCV code or something. Yeah, it's just to verify the. Oh, it's a security code. So it's. I think you have to have the physical card to. See to actually mean anything. Yeah, I guess it's just like a verification code. Okay. You know, um, on American Express cards, it's on the front. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. So, yeah, so they've they've taken steps to correct the problem, but, uh, you know, they still don't know who did it. It's like an unknown attacker, you know. China. Well, this is China. Apparently China. OnePlus is a Chinese company. A Chinese smartphone manufacturer. So I didn't realize that, actually, until I read this article. So I thought they were like a Silicon Valley startup thing. Mm-hmm. I thought the whole thing with OnePlus was their phones are really good and all modular and shit. Or am I mixing that up with something else? I don't know if they're modular. They were touted to be pretty good hardware-wise. Okay, I'm um, thinking of the you know I'm thinking of the Google modular cell phone that fell yeah. through. That's what I'm thinking. Aura. Of. Yeah, Aura. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were also. I don't even know what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about the Motorola ones. Project Aura. Yeah. <laughs> they were also hard to get at first, so that led to. Some of their hype. Huh. But, all right. Well, that sucks. Yeah, so if you ordered a OnePlus phone recently, uh, check your shit. Yeah. All right. So here under the sci-fi section, and really not everything here is sci-fi, but, you know, what can you do, huh? Um, I, This is just a reminder, because I had forgotten myself, that the new TV show Electric Dreams has been released on Amazon Prime. So if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you can watch this using their streaming video service. Um, if you don't know what it is, Electric Dreams is based on the work of Philip K. Dick. Philip K. Dick is the author of several books, including... Uh, the book that Blade Runner is based on. Hmm. So the book that Blade Runner is based on is actually called 
do androids dream of electric sheep? So that's kind of where they got the name of this TV show. Um, other books, too, that are by him, but that's probably the, the main one, the big one. The Defenders. Right. And isn't... Uh, what's that one? I can't think of it now. I'll say Scanners. That's not it. A Scanner Darkly? Screamers. That's what I'm thinking of. Ah. But yes, A Scanner Darkly is also a Philip K. Dick. Really? Joint. Nice. Yes. That's what he said. That's how he said it. <laughs> Spike, Lee, Spike Lee stole it from him. <laughs> yes. Plagiarism is a serious offense, everyone. That's right. Yeah, A Scanner Darkly is a movie based on a book of the same name by Philip K. Dick. Um, and then Screamers, which is kind of a B-movie, I think, from the 90s. Um, but I always liked it because, you know, I like garbage. Uh, is also based on a Philip K. Dick. or uh, It's actually a short story called Second Variety. Hmm. So, yeah, I forget if, uh, do you guys know, is Starship Troopers one of his too? No. Don't know. His is that is by a like a a of some French guy or some some Russian. German oh, guy that's Robert Heinlein. Heinlein, Heinlein, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a big sci-fi guy. Yeah, okay. Um, All right. So anyway, so yeah, check out Electric Dreams. I haven't checked it out yet. It's supposed to be good. I heard it was good. I haven't checked it out yet. So did you know Man in the Highest Castle is his? I did not know that. No. I don't. Is I don't, that the one I've heard Hitler? of that before, but I don't really know what it is. So. Is that what? Is that the one about Hitler? Yeah. I didn't know that, no. Dude, I feel like Philip K. Dick would have been a guy that, you, if you would have met him, you'd be like, this motherfucker's so cool. Yeah, probably. Like, j- just reading his stuff, that I just I just finished. The, I, I, when I say finished, I listened to The Defenders. I, that's a weird-ass thing, and they'll probably have a short story of it. I can't wait to see it. But it's just fucking weird, and it's so genius. Like, it's everything he does is fucking genius. Like, I feel like... Uh, uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? I haven't read that, but um, I read. Uh, I mean, I've obviously seen Blade Runner, and that movie is fucking to me just weird, and doesn't make a lot of sense, and has a lot of nonsensical shit. But it's like become this cult classic for some reason. But that said, um. Like this other stuff, like Man in High Castle, is fucking just like the reimagining of a post World War II America is fucking. It's awesome. The concept is awesome. It's so innovative. It's fucking awesome. And the Defenders is fucking crazy awesome thing. You know, it's like a post Cold War. All the countries are nuking each other, and they have these robots nuking. These robots are doing the war fighting for them, and all humans live underground now. You know, so the humans get news like, oh, we just we just bombed Moscow. Oh, Moscow just bombed New Orleans. You know, but no humans live on all the humans live underground, and they send a human. They send humans up to see what's happening, just to get a, a feel for the war because they like get all this news, but they want to they want to see if it's safe. And when they go out there, they realize the world is fine. Like the robots have been like basically practicing good stewardship over the world, saving it for when humans are ready to come out. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking, it's a crazy book, and it's just so good. Um, yeah, it's fucking pretty nuts, man. This guy's fucking smart. Damn, it's too bad he's dead. And if you look at the picture of him in Instagram, 
I mean, I mean, not Instagram. And uh, you look at his Instagram account; it's fucking crazy. He's <laughs> drinking with these girls. No, if you look at his his picture, his photo in uh, Wikipedia, this is a grizzled motherfucker. He's like a he's like an old Evan Neal, honestly. <laughs> okay, and his middle name is Kindred. Come on, can't deny Kindred. Do you remember? I'm sure you don't, but there was a super shitty TV show about vampires. There may have been some werewolves. And this is like <coughs> early to mid 90s. It was called Kindred the Embraced. Oh my god, no. I don't. <laughs> it was trash, Sounds but I horrible. loved it. <laughs> Kindred the Embraced. Yeah, dude, like 11 year old me thought it was a great show. Oh, by the way, you know what else Philip K. Dick is responsible for? Total Recall, Minority Report, and the Adjustment Bureau. I really liked the Adjustment Bureau. That's kind of surprising to me. Really? Yes. Why? Because it's very gaudy. And not gaudy like the guy we know. Right. But gaudy is in God. Right. The Adjustment Bureau... You don't, you don't strike me as the God type. No, but I like the idea that, you know, if someone who has... The, who has the power to control your life and you know about them and they're like, look, dude, just give up. We're going to keep doing it. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to keep trying. I like that. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. I can, I can understand that. Didn't they make a movie called Ubik based on one of his films? I there see he has a book a, called Ubik. There is a book called Ubik. I don't know what it's about or anything about it, but. It's it's uh, one guy called it a deeply unsettling existential horror story, a nightmare you'll never be sure you've woken up from. What? <laughs> Ubik. Someone described the novel that way. Uh. <laughs> Perfect. By the year what? 1992, humanity has colonized the moon, and psychic powers are common. Dude, hmm. why? Okay. Cool. I guess it's just bad timing. But why didn't we read this this person's? Entire portfolio when we were still reading. Yeah, we should have. No, we're stupid. Because James is like, I want to read this lit RPG shit from Russia or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't like, know. I want to see what's on here. This fucking thing. It's got fucking. It's a cover's nice. Let's get this and we read it and we're like, we want to kill ourselves. That's yeah. correct. And Evan's like, I like art. Let's yeah. Read about yeah. art. Like, we're like, no one likes art, guy. <laughs> and I didn't know who <laughs> Philip K. Dick was. So yeah. Like honestly, I've never read Heinlein. I've never read. I love Starship Troopers. I've never seen the. I've never read the original book. I'm scared to, because I've, I've, I've never read any Heinlein too. Even though I have two or three of them in my Audible, I'm scared I've that it's going to be so dated. It's going to ruin Starship Troopers for me. <laughs> that's what I'm going to be afraid of. That's yeah. a, that's why I don't like going back and reading things after I've seen the movie because I get I'm terrified it's going to ruin the movie for me. Did you ever read Jurassic Park? No, definitely not. I didn't like Jurassic Park that much. Hmm. I didn't like whatever I just said. <laughs> well, I read the book first, and then I saw the movie, and I was like, eh, okay. I mean, of course, the book the book always has way more detail and is always better, right? But has anyone read Forrest Gump? That's a book. No, 
I have Dude. not. In in the in the book, he goes to the moon. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking crazy. The book is crazy. <laughs> I kind of want to read it just because it's so crazy. It's supposed to be nuts. Like he does all this other nutty shit. That was the just, last was the last page the like? And these were the tales of a mentally ill man. Yeah, I, I probably. I don't know. I didn't read it. Uh, Alex read it. My old friend Alex. We were just talking about him last night, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he read it before we went. He wanted to see it because when the movie came out, he's like, oh, I read this book. You know? Like, oh, um, they made a book from the movie? Yeah. <laughs> they did skipped, that with Independence Day. I, skipped school. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know that. I knew that was a, a fairly incommon practice, but it, that it did happen. It happens all the time. A fucking Independence Day book. Oh, they made a book from the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. There's a there's one book that we really like, that they made a movie, and then they edited the book to fit the movie. <laughs> what is it called? I can't remember. I bitched about it on the show once. Ender's Game. Uh, yes. Maybe. Yes. Well, I know they re-released the book, but I didn't know they had made edits to it. I can't find the original book anymore. Huh. The book that the book that I had was not. I didn't buy it in my Audible. I have an MP3, so I can't measure that against like you know. But you can't. I'm sure you could probably go to a library and get the original book or something. Well, I have the original book right here on my shelf. I mean, okay. Well, obviously they can't edit what you own, Michael. The well, yeah, is, obviously. The point is, it's like a 20 year old book. So on a, the the point is, if you go to Audible and try to buy Ender's Game. You're only going to get the movie edition copy. That's all they have up there. And they don't call it movie edition. They just say Ender's Game. I wonder why they did that. I don't know. Do you know I thought it's, it's, it's more popular the, that way or something? The, the, the original Ender's Game is a lot to chew on, but it's it makes way more sense. Well, the one I have, it's a special 20th anniversary edition. Yeah. And my Audible. So is that yeah. the one that they butchered? I don't know. Um, I, if it has at the end of it, if it has the author talking, then that's the one that I have, and that's the right one. But the one when you go to the place, the movie, the the all the copies have the movie artwork on it and stuff. Oh yeah, no, this one this one does say in the description. It says it includes an original postscript written and recorded by the author himself. Yeah, so that's the one I have on MP3. Oh, okay. This is the audiobook I have. But yeah. I think I bought it before the movie was a thing. Because this says release date August 2002. Yeah, yeah. So that's an old one. Have you listened to that yet? <sighs> uh, I did listen to it before the movie came out. Okay. And that's I right, read we the book. About battle, battle School and stuff. Yeah. I, I read the book, but a long ass time ago, like in middle school or high school or something. But obviously, I'd forgotten a lot of it. So, anyway, so all right. Well, we have a lot to to read slash watch. Um, so Electric Dreams, check that out. Next up, I just wanted to mention. So there was a new TV show also on Amazon called Jean Claude Van Johnson. Um, but after its first season, it has been canceled. So. I was reading this article here, which I linked to, uh, and they mentioned three shows that got canceled on Amazon. One is called I Love Dick, <laughs> One Mississippi, and Jean-Claude Van Johnson. So all three have been canceled by Amazon. 
Now, get this. I didn't know all this because I don't pay attention to any of this crap. But apparently, the guy who was in charge of Amazon Studios, who makes all these shows, was Roy Price. And he was ousted last year after a sexual harassment investigation. So there you go. Uh, Prior to him leaving, he had been ordered by Jeff Bezos to abandon the niche programming strategy that led that has led to all their successes um, because they want to try to appeal, uh, appeal to a broader range of people. So it says here, uh, you know, they, they like they had the show transparent and Mozart in the jungle, which are critical successes and they got awards and everything. But it says, but yielded no broad cross-demographic hits like HBO's Game of Thrones. Okay. So along those lines, they're canceling these other shows and trying to have a broader reach, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so they think they're Fox? Yeah, more explosions, less, less, ha, 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 that's that's actually funny and inventive. Just more colors and flashing lights. Go fuck yourself, Jeff Bezos. Did you hear this thing? Oh, Michael yeah. heard it. Jeff but Jeff Bezos, Bezos, we love you. Move to Montgomery County, please. No, no what? He, no, he bought a house. You were in the car. He yes. bought a house in D.C. and bought the next door. Next door, there was a museum next door, and he bought that for his entertainment home. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I don't remember yes. where I heard it, but it was like, he just bought a uh, an old museum. He's like, Oh no, that was on. I think Tom Segura said that on a podcast or something. He was like, "This dude just bought a museum." He's like, yeah, just make that shit my house now." It says here he dropped twenty three million dollars on the biggest home in D.C. So it says he bought a pair of mansions in the Calorama section of D.C. The property totals twenty seven thousand square feet. And he intends to turn it into a single-family home. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it says the... Uh, yeah, so uh, Obama... That's where Obama lives. Um, And it's also where Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner uh, bought a house, too. Fancy neighborhood. Apparently so. So, yeah, so there you go. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, too bad about this Jean-Claude Van Damme show, though, to be honest, I've never saw it, so I don't know if it was good or not. It looked funny. I'll try to grab it. I think if it's... it was good, if it was actually decent, it'll get picked up. Someone will buy it, or someone will do it again, because it seemed like it was going to be a hilarious concept. I wonder if Amazon has like uh, the rights to it so no one else can make it. They well, like apparently they more. they bought the rights to air it in the U.S. Um, after AMC backed out uh, okay. originally, so so maybe yeah maybe it just reverts back to whatever, and then they could say, oh, hey UPN, you want it? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is Christ. UPN still a thing? <laughs> I, I hope know. not. <laughs> Send it to the WB. Did you guys hear? Did we talk about this last week? Or do, do, I think we, I just mentioned it to you. Evan. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. If the UPN doesn't exist anymore, is WP is the WB the new 
have they fallen to UPN status? Are they the new? I don't know if WB exists anymore. WB is not. It's not a thing. Oh my god. Okay. Where where do I watch fucking the female? Oh, I guess it is. Okay, never mind. Um, I watch Smallwood. Oh no, it's not. (laughs) Oh shit. Do you mean Smallville or Torchwood, James? Not Smallwood. Torchwood would never be seen on the WB, my man. (laughs) That's exclusively late night British fare. Dude, the WB is totally not a thing. Okay, so what about what, shows all of its, it's existence gone. has been erased? Oh, it's the CW. Oh, yeah. Ah. So that's like a combination fucking trash fire. Uh, and uh, so the WB has gone shut down, and uh, CW launched, and shows from the W select shows from the WB and UPN which also shut down, are on CW. Told you. Dual trash fire. <laughs> so, I, I, I guess, yeah, we didn't talk about this on the show. Spike TV is going bye-bye and is now going to be called the Paramount Network. Come on. Oh, shit, full circle. Yep. So that sounds like UPN to me. Stargate SG-1 Mondays. Oh. Bringing it back. Mm-hmm. That won't be so bad. Have another dedicated place to see out, see seventeen episodes of Next Generation back to back. Dude, Mondays were fucking awesome like twenty years ago. There were four episodes of Next Generation, followed by four episodes of Stargate SG One. I loved Mondays. The problem was the episodes were never in order. No, that's true. That's what I don't like. Like you could see like Season one, next generation. Season four, next generation. Then season one again. I didn't like that. I don't like seeing like the uniforms are all mixed up. And one day Troy's wearing a skirt, and the next day she looks like an officer. I'm like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And you're like, who's this Doctor Pulaski? Yeah. Like, oh my what god. The yeah. Fuck. She just looked like an old pair of shoes that they just found in someone's back. You know, I think like, I think she was actually like. Show. I. Th- we don't know her, but apparently, I think she was actually like a, a known actress back then. Like maybe she's from like the sixties or seventies or something. Yeah, like people knew her, and they're like, "Oh, it's her." You know, like we'll get her; she'll be great. Well, it's a quote, it's Michael. Like, <laughs> it's a quote, Michael. Let's keep guessing at it and not just search for the web for the information. Correct. <laughs> What's her name? Diana Moldar or something like that? Or what? Oh, that's I her name. Remember man. that? She's. I am a Star name. Trek. Her name. Guy. Is Catherine Pulaski? Yeah, Mike. basically. <laughs> Diana Moldar. Yeah, here you go. Why do you know that? Cause, <sighs> oh, she was on L.A. Law. There you go. What? So that was a big show back in the oh, day. Oh, you know what? She was a sitcom. She was a TV, like one of those. She's a TV person. That's she was. Right. She was on a lot of shows and stuff. Yeah, she's on a lot of TV shows. Mm. Yeah, that's why. She wasn't famous enough for anyone to know her name, though. Was okay. she on Pacific Blue? That's later. <laughs> She's Batman the Animated Series, 1992 to 1994. Is she dead? She is not. She is 79 years old, although she Ooh. looked 79 in Star Trek. So. <laughs> yeah. Why did she come on? Wasn't uh, Gates, Gates McFadden was like took a hiatus or something? She's yeah, I don't know. I'm don't, not sure exactly what the deal was Didn't with that. Did she have a baby or something like that? Maybe. But I feel like she was on there for like two seasons. I think Dr. Pulaski was only there for one season. Was it? Okay. I think. 
Um, yeah, it was. Uh, huh, huh, huh. Let's see. I'm just looking at it here real quick. Blah 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 blah. Uh huh. So yeah, so, she, she joined. Nothing. She joined it in. She joined it in uh, season two. That soon? I thought it was more like four, like the season four or something. No, because there's pictures of her in the shitty the shitty uniform. Yeah. And then the one with the collar, the one with the Chinese collar. So she was she was there for probably a little bit of two seasons. Or yeah, two so changes at least. And yeah, and then uh, Doctor Crusher came back in the third season. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Um. Yeah, we'll have to look up more details on that, but later. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So lots Poor of cancellations, a lot of changes. Um. Paramount Network's back, guys. Check it out. Whatever channel number Spike TV was. <laughs> check it out there. Did you guys see the 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 whoever was running the Spike TV, uh, Twitter account was like. Going a little, going ham, yeah. For like the last week or two. No, what they do? <laughs> Just tweeting all kind of wild shit. Like, oh my god, I can't believe we're closing. You know, like this place was awesome, and it's like when we named a thousand ways to die. He's like, I just, he's like, I thought of that in a dream. <laughs> like all this stuff, like all this wild shit. Like, okay, like it's it's funny. You should check it out if you get a chance. Um. So yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, Evan, we didn't put anything here under game theory, uh-huh. but uh, you sent us an interesting link. The uh, I think yesterday. Oh yeah, was, um, I guess I can just scroll back in the chat instead of guessing what the name was. Genital. genital. Jousting. I was like, it's genital wars. Yeah, some game called uh, genital jousting. Was it? Apparently, James is very familiar with it. Yep. It's it's on Steam. I think it was $12 or so. I didn't really read uh, into it or watch the videos. I just thought it was a funny name. And there was like a dick sleeping on a bed. It's six ninety nine. Really? Yep. Yeah, so this game definitely should be free. But basically what it is, is like the way what I originally saw was, it was like each one of your friends... Is a pair of balls, a dick, and an asshole, and you're in a little arena slapping each other around and sticking your heads in each other's assholes and coming on each other, and it's just ridiculous. Seems perfect for VR, James. Ugh. Ew, this one should just shit out a wet backpack. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hey, you're uh, you you're say a wet spirits. backpack? Yeah. What's wrong with you? The backpack was wet. It was wet. Huh. Oh, God, there's a picture of a human centipede action. Now you're talking my language. Did they have a four-pack of this? I'm going to buy it. Dude, it's fucking... I force, don't see a four-pack. I'll force you to play it. We'll donate a copy. At gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, general jousting. Yeah, I just thought it was uh, ridiculous. Oh, so it is. I saw so it Excellent. Uh, yeah, I wanted to play it, honestly. I wanted to play it. Well, stand by, James. 
You just might have uh, an early Christmas present. Oh, God. Nice. Yep. Um, I have a link in the next section, our Yum update, also circling back to Jeff Bezos. Bezos or Bezos? Whatever. Uh, I always say Bezos, but I don't fucking know. Yeah. So we had talked about this a while ago. Amazon Go, their sort of like checkout list moneyless store um for the last year it's been open to their employees for beta testing and basically you scan uh it seems like a qr code from your phone in their uh app when you go in and uh the sensors and cameras and ai and deep learning track you throughout the store and you just walk out with whatever you take off the shelves. It knows if you took something. It knows if you put something back. And your account is charged appropriately. So it took them about, you know, essentially another year of beta testing to get everything working pretty well. Um, there were some some kinks uh, early on. But as of Monday, they are opening that flagship store to the public. So that's kind of cool. It is on the Amazon campus, as far as I know. Uh, so maybe, you know, visitors can go. Or if you just happen to, to live next door or something, stop so by. This hmm? reminds me of an ad that I just sent you guys the link to. Sure. That uh, I'm not sure when this came out, but it had to be a very long time ago. Like it does look very old. More than fifteen years ago, probably. This is the AT and T commercial, isn't it? It's like that, but it's actually an IBM commercial. Oh, okay. RFID, the future market. Oh yeah, it looks like he's stealing stuff, but everything's RFID tag. Why does he look so angry? <laughs> so I'm gonna take these shanks of meat, stuff them in my pocket. Yep. Exactly. He's like, so gotta have this beef. Yeah, IBM came up with a lot of good ideas way ahead of their time and just never executed. Or they never made it to market, I guess. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we talked about the old AT&T ads um, on the show before. Mm -hmm. Where they had all the... Is RFID, are the tags very expensive to make? Or very wasteful, as far as you guys know. Because, I mean, if you have uh, an entire store, like a 7-Eleven or something, and everything is RFID tagged, mm -hmm. uh, and you, you know, walk out with it, but you're just going to throw them all in the trash. Is that you're like saying how much deal? do they cost? Yeah. I guess that's the... I, I don't know. I assume they were probably really expensive at one point, and probably... Probably now they're getting down to. Uh, I mean, they're just like stickers now, right? I mean, everything. Yeah, oh, those stickers. I don't even know what RF what it, what it is anymore. So, those, I know it's in a lot of our cards and things. The alarm stickers you see on like clothes and grocery not clothes and grocery stores, but clothes and stores. Those are RFID. Those are a form of of low of like low voltage RFID tags. Because like your Metro cards, or even like I have a common access card for work, which has a chip on it. Yeah, but it actually also is a RFID card. Huh. Um, you can hold it up to a reader and, you know, get in a room or something. So probably impractical 
to outfit a grocery store and every product in it with RFID tags. Well, Amazon doesn't think so. I, but I think I don't think they're using RFID tags. What they're using doing? deep learning, Mike. Come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're using RFID. Honestly, I think they're using. I think they're using cameras and all kinds of other things to see when you put stuff. Because because here you're not walking through it. Well, I don't know. They don't show you walking through a scanner. They just you just take the thing and you put it in your bag and you walk out the store. It's positional triangulation, Mike. That's what they do say something like featuring that. deep learning. It's hyper-converged networking at its best. Yep. <laughs> they You're like, I paradigms? learned that term <laughs> That's right. Thinking outside the box, whatever right. the fuck. Yep. Yeah. No hyper-converges. He's like, synergize. <laughs> Heck yeah, great. It's um, like, I see, I see your technology is converged, but is it hyper-converged? That's right. Is mm-hmm. it cloud-based? <laughs> is it loco or colo? Ooh, I know what I, I, I know what need, Colo is. Yeah, I made I, the first one up. Yeah, okay. it's like, are you insane, yeah. or is your service hosted at a co-location center? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw a shirt. I, I'm sure we talked about it before, but I saw a shirt or a sticker or something you can get online. It says there is no cloud, just other people's computers. Yeah. Yep. Which I was like, yeah, exactly. And people are like, what's the cloud? Like, what is it? It's like, eh, it's it's just, a computer. Somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, just not, not, not with you. Yep. So, uh, the guy we had on our show once, and I think I've said this before, he and I have a constant, have a constant like thing that we go back and forth on, because he's like working on this project. He's like, I'm going to call it. Uh, he's like, it's going to be an uh, an internal private cloud uh, that like in a box that you can just stand up. I was like, so it's just going to be a computer where you can store stuff on, on your network. So it's going to be a shared drive. He said, well, no, it's a cloud because you can, you can have host apps on it. So it's going to be just like VMware, like a virtual machine server. He's like, well, yes, but it'll be a cloud. I'd be like, are you going to have a program on it to allow you to host apps on it? Well, no, it's just a cloud. I'd be like, okay, then it's a fucking VM. It's a fucking, fucking hypervisor with where someone has to install applications and stuff on it. But it's a fucking private cloud. I'm like, it's not a private cloud. Stop saying that. He's like, what is with you on clouds? I was like, because cloud is a fucking, it's not a thing. Please tell him of the product called NextCloud, which does everything he's trying to do and way more. Or tell him to go buy one of those network accessible Western Digital My Books that has a web interface and is like, oh, here's the new movies you added. I told him, I said, oh, I said, there's a thing that does what you want to do. It's called own cloud. Yeah. And he was like, no, I want to host applications. I was like, it does that. Go get VMware, dude. I mean, someone has to make a program. Someone has to make set up a VM, launch it and then run it, run a server. Right. He's like, well, yeah. I was like, well, then it's a fucking fucking hypervisor. (laughs) Yeah. He wants so fucking irksome. I hate people in this cloud. Like I said, stop buying into every piece of fucking hyper-converged, synergized bullshit wording that some company puts out and tricks everybody into thinking we got to use these words. It's just so confusing. It adds to, conf- to an already confusing industry and makes it even worse. I'm sorry. If, okay, if anyone done. out there listening or if you guys have a list or come across a list of buzzwords 
like over the last <laughs> 10 years, I would very much like to read that. Hmm. I'd be interested in that as well. So send the list to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Feedback at pillager.org. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yep. I was trying to think of that when I was thinking of the gr- the, the gr- gr- Grimler, Growler, what did I say? The Gwelcher. The Gwelcher, when I think of Gwelcher, it's like Gwelcher at pillager.com. James, uh, if- we, still, we still need to register coinhosers.info. I bought that already. You I did? got that, yeah. Oh, good. We need to put up put up a a, a fake site. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of coin hosers, BitConnect's out of business. What the hell's BitConnect? So nobody, you guys don't know this, but I <laughs> shouldn't be mentioning it now without putting a story in. But I'll find, try to find a story about it. Basically, BitConnect was a company that let you, um, basically, they would promise you one to two percent gains every day on your Bitcoin investment. By by using their system, so they had a they Were had they a hyper converged. Vol- probably, they had a volatility based bot that would gamble money based on the volatility of Bitcoin. So what happens is, but the only unfortunately the only way they would take money from you is if you paid them in Bitcoin. So people would go buy Bitcoin, then they would pay these guys in Bitcoin. Then these guys would put the put an account on their site where you'd log into the account and you see a cash, you see actual cash money. So like Evan would log in, he'd pay them, you know, one point two five Bitcoin, and then he would see, oh, I just gave you know, you know, ten thousand dollars or twelve hundred dollars, twelve thousand dollars to this company, and, and you're showing a gain. Then the next day he'd see fifteen thousand. The next day after that he'd see maybe. 50, 15, 500. The next day after that, he'd see 16,000. And the more money you put in, the more gains you could possibly get. And it would take you to different scales and different levels and everything like that. Well, turns out that BitConnect was a Ponzi scheme <laughs> where where basically you bring in people under you. It's a whole pyramid scheme slash Ponzi scheme, super sketchy. This bot probably didn't exist and BitConnect folded and went under and a lot of people lost a lot of money. And it's a whole thing. It's a whole big mess where a lot of YouTubers were making referral money from sending people to BitConnect, and it was just a shady thing all around. And they were, like, if you want to talk about coin hosers, they were a coin hoser in nice. a big way. That's great. They're like, yeah, yeah log into your account, and you can see the number. You know, we just, the number right there, that's real money. We didn't yeah, just well, they make told, that up. They, they told people that they needed to pull, let them hold the money for, like, 300 days, you know, seven 70 days, 60 days, but the more the longer they could hold it, the more money they'd make. So people were putting money in, buying Bitcoin, putting money in, and then doing this thing. It's a fucking huge Ponzi scheme. Mm. That reminds mess. me, um, I didn't read too much into it, but apparently one of the larger coin exchanges, which I knew about, called Kraken, which had a pretty good reputation, um, apparently uh, over the last couple of days they have gone dark. Oh God! So if I hear anything about that, we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah. Uh, anyways, getting on to the extra section, I just had one thing in here. Um, James, you might be able to test this out. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you also have access to a Netflix account, but much like ordering on the secret menu, apparently there are secret codes you can type in, allegedly. 
via this uh, image that I found browsing a humor website. I've heard about this before. I don't know where you would put them in if you just type them on your remote while you, while the Netflix app is up or something. Um, or maybe it's like in the search, you type that. But there's like tearjerkers, cult movies. Um, it's a URL one. thing. So you can do, you go to uh, www.netflix.com slash browse slash genre mm-hmm. slash the code. Okay. So like well, slash thirteen sixty five or whatever, you know. One one eight eight one is adult animation. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> uh, they have one one eight eight one. One one eight one one. One one eight eight one. Okay. One one eight eight one. They also have uh, segmented movies for ages 0 to 2, ages 2 to 4, 5 to 7, 8 to 10, and so on. Yeah, so like here's a... Teen dramas. Interesting stuff. I mean... Here's a here's a sample URL there, like the one you just gave us. Okay. Does it work? Sure. It says adult animation. Ooh. Uh, well, sign in. I don't have these credentials. Right. Fair enough. Okay, so that's that's cool. Uh, dramas based on books. Ender's how, Game. How specific can this get? <laughs> uh, well, oh, three five eight zero zero steamy romantic movies. What's the code? Three five eight zero zero. Testing it. Fuck it, oh, we'll yeah. do it live. That's a thing. Huh. The first one is a movie called Desire. Ooh. Sleeping with other people. There's one called Im- Immoral Tales that has a booby right on the cover. <laughs> There's one below her mouth. Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck, Netflix? You know, I heard that these kinds of movies were on here. I just never really investigated it. I'm, I'm assuming these are kind of like Skinamax. Probably. You know, tight. That's funny. Loving Ibiza. Loving Ibiza. Is Ibiza a woman or a place? Michael. Could be both. It's a place. It is a place I know it's a place, but are they referring to the place? It's pronounced Ibiza. Yeah, they're talking about a place because they said it like an asshole. Ibiza. They saw it like an elitist cuck. Ibiza. (laughs) I hate when people say that. That is apparently how things are pronounced in Espana. Well, I don't care. I'm going to call it Ibiza because it sounds fucking stupid. Because that's how it's spelled in American. Yeah. I agree. Right. Chimichangos. <laughs> What's that? Let me get 600 chicken vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Like Water for Chocolate. That's a great movie. Never seen it. That's a good movie. Very good. Not the kind of movie you'd see. Not the kind of movie I'd saw someone way me. Matter of fact, Claudia made me watch it. I believe movie. that. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, good. I'm glad those codes work. Yeah. That's nice. Lots of exploring right. to do now. Yeah. Might be easier to find things, I guess. I don't know. I think it will be. Yeah. So, Mike, do you want to take us into your extras? Sure. 
So going into your uh, your Bitcoin thing, James. Um, so this was like last week sometime. A suicide prevention hotline was the top post on the cryptocurrency subreddit. Because the shit is so volatile. Oh, yeah. Didn't it drop like 50%? It, I mean, it's coming back. Yeah. But I don't know. I think like it went from, well, it was like 20,000 20, something at, I think, the all time high, and then kind of went down to like 17, something like that, and then went to like 8,000. And I think yesterday it was 12 something. Hmm. Hmm. Harumph. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing that said it takes I forget how many days, but over a year to mine what Bitcoin? Yep. Now? And it's like, is it worth it? <laughs> Only in a sense that uh you know, some is better than none, and who knows what the value will be in you know three years. So, you know, it could be worth it. Oh, but shit. generally, no. What what happened? Um, John Paul Starer, Sturer died. Yeah, we... Uh, oh, yeah, we uh, talked about that. Oh, we did? Okay. That was uh, Alexander, one of yeah. the Alexanders. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe we talked about that either last week or the week before. Okay, I must have been last week. I didn't realize that. Okay. Continue. Um, so next up, I just, I have the link that we already talked about this, the poop knife. So if you guys want to see the, the actual story regarding the poop, the poop knife, and they actually have the link to the Reddit thing, um, the, the original Reddit post, it's, uh, it's in there. So you can check that out. Uh, last but not least, when I was looking at that story for the, uh, kids that were chained to beds or whatever. On that same website, I came across a article that's kind of weird. So, the fifth adult film actress was found dead in the past three months. I did see a mention of that also. So, the most recent one's Olivia Lua, L-U-A. Prior to that, Olivia Nova. Prior to that, August Ames. I think we talked about that. Uh, before that, I didn't know this one died. Yurizan Beltran, also known as Yuri Love. And then prior to that, Shyla Styles, Which I'm not sure I knew that she died either. So is it like a serial killer? Someone killing these people? Well, uh, August Ames was suicide, supposedly. Uh, this one here, maybe overdose or something, we don't know. She was at a rehab place. They, like, found her in the morning, like, dead on her bed or something. Um, the other ones, I'm not sure. The serial killer known as Depression. Mm-hmm. Dun-dun-dun. And when you said she was in a rehab facility and died, it made me think of that movie Girl Interrupted. You ever see that? It. Yeah. Nope. It was it's weird. Good Pretty good movie, but weird. Star-studded. Is that the one with Nona Ryder? Yeah. Angelina Jolie and Brittany Murphy. That's not riding with boys in cars? No. No. 
please. Okay. That's with that other fucking chubby cheese, chubby face chick. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. She's a chubby, the white girl who's skinny with a chubby face. She's cute, it's cute chubby though. She looks adorable. Brittany Murphy? No, Brittany Murphy's older sister who's not related to her at all, but could be her. Reese Witherspoon? No, the other one. The one the, who was in E.T. The other one. Drew Barrymore? Yes, she's in Riding with Cars and Boys. <laughs> ah, okay. That makes sense. Although instead of making me guess at it a million times without knowing her name, you could have just Googled it. Or you could have said the girl from E.T. Well, I was saving that as my bomb in case you didn't get it. Yeah. You know that she saving. comes from a long line of actors? Yeah. The Barrymores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kind of weird, all these uh, adult film stars going bye-bye. But, uh... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's something we've known something I mean, about. They're just porn. they're just people, Mike. Yeah. People die. I guess so. And you know what? I it's usually it of old age. It takes or like a car accidents, kind of, not, you know. I think it takes a certain kind of person to Whatever. be like I can do this. Like can do this and be like okay with it. You know what I mean? It takes a certain kind of motherfucker. And I think you got to have the I I think just like anybody, you know, you can't be alone if you're lonely and you don't. No one understands you and people judge you. It's like a hard. Just think about this, okay? I'll be honest with you. Like I read the story about Stormy Stormy Daniels and, and Donald Trump, and all I thought about was her husband. And I thought, how fucking evolved must, this, must their relationship be for him to be like, yeah, I know you're doing escort missions and you're fucking guys, and you're you're doing porn and you're fucking guys. Escort porn. missions. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just worked out that way. It was an accident. Um, but I like, like, he's like, I know you're doing that stuff and I'm cool with it. I understand. You know what I mean? And like that, they have an evolved relationship. Like that's fucking real love right there. And, and that's a hard thing to come by. You know, most people aren't like that. Most people judge you immediately. You know, there well, was a I girl. Think most porn, porn stars probably have something like that going on. I mean, well, no, but I think a lot how of else could they fucking, work? I think a lot of them are fucking alone. I think a lot of them, they have a hard time meeting people. Well, to a lot of them are with other porn stars. Yeah, but that's the only way to pull it off. They couldn't be with, but if you didn't want to be with somebody who was in the industry, you'd be fucked. You know, as a good example, someone, someone, I'm not going to mention who it was, but they were on Tinder the other day and they were flipping through Tinder and they said, oh, I think I just found a woman who's an actual straight up prostitute on Tinder. And I was like, what did her profile say? And he said, he said, oh, the profile said, I arrange uh, parties, sex parties for adults. And I was like, that does not make her a fucking prostitute. He's like, she says she may arrange like, that makes her a pimp or a madam. (laughs) I was like, no, that makes her someone who facilitates adults having consensual adults having consensual orgies. She is the bottom bitch. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) No, I mean, that doesn't make her. I mean, obviously, in this day and age alternate lifestyles and adults doing all kinds of weird shit is it's a thing that happens and i was like that does not make her a bad person he's like she's a prostitute i was like and i and i said to him i said you're so straight edge you're gonna slit your own throat okay because i couldn't believe that i was kind of shocked in 20 in 2018 somebody believes that just because someone does some weird job like that you know that i mean that's that's tantamount to me saying someone saying Two guys are dating? Oh my god. You know, what the fuck? 
these these two men kissed. You know, it's like, come on. It's that's, I that's get still, it. That still takes me aback sometimes. Yeah, I know, but still. I mean, I, mean, I get it. You know, I, I get what's going on. You know, but yeah, dude, whenever dude dudes kiss me, I'm like, yo, stop. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus, my. Um. But James, no, I mean that doesn't make her a bad person. Uh, no, even it if she was a her... prostitute, that doesn't make her a bad person. Exactly, exactly. But to him, it makes her a bad person. Whether she's a prostitute, whether she's just arranging other people, she's helping other people organize sex parties. Like all that makes her a bad person to him. Hmm. You know, and that's he's a young guy, so people think that way. You know, so can you imagine what you what it's like to be a porn star? You know, and your fucking if your parents found out or something, oh my god! You know, or your family, or your little brother, or Jesus. No, Asa Akira is married to yeah, a porn star. Yeah, of course you have to because it has to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. I guess that's pretty crazy. Well, I mean, you know, we we could talk about this all day. I mean, I know you've taught you've looked into all this stuff, James, like the. Open relationships and all sort of kind of wild shit that people do now. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's all fine as long as every party understands. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's fine. I'm. I'm just thinking it. I'm like from my. I'm like I don't think I could do that. You know. And it's not for everybody. It definitely I don't think isn't I could, for everybody. I don't think I could do that. Really but I think not. that's. I think that's the future. Well, I don't think it's the future. I think. I think that's the highest evolution of relationship. Is if you trust a person and know a person that much that that sex is not the linchpin to your relationship, you know, that your relationship has evolved to a point where it's beyond physicality, you know, it's beyond, it's beyond, you know, your dick was in that woman, you betrayed me, you know. Evan, um, I've told you about that book series before, Star Carrier. Yep. So in that book, um, in in their society. Because it's like three or four hundred years from now, monogamy is not really a thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the sticking points is that the um, the uh, one of the sticking points, the main, the pretty much the main character, he has to, uh, he's like. What's a good word? Like everyone else in society, they're like all part of mainstream society. Mm-hmm. And he's like one of these guys who lives kind of like, like on the fringe. Like, yeah, a cabin in the woods type. Okay. You know, but he gets he gets brought into the fold at okay. some point, but he still has his, you know, his ways, his old world beliefs or whatever you want to call it. Right. And one of them was he had a wife. Right. Everyone's like, you had a wife. They're like, they find that out. They're like, Jesus Christ. You know, like. <laughs> Like, they're like, that's crazy. They're like, oh, you had a wife. Oh. Like, they're like, okay, wow, that's weird, you know? Uh-huh. Like, because that's just not a thing anymore. Right. You know? So, I thought that was an inter- also interesting angle that the author... Have families dissolved? Or it's, they're just... It, I think they talk about in that later context. in the series. Um. So, I haven't read the entire series in a long time. I've only reread the first three books again recently, mm-hmm. so they don't really talk about that in the first three books. I was wondering that myself. I was like, "So how do you have kids? Like, I don't understand or how they get raised. You know, like they don't—they never address it." 
So, but I believe they do in the fourth or fifth book. They actually do talk about it. Okay, it's like and you're I, ass, you're assigned no, a no life no. partner. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like I think it's like extended. It's like extended family, kind of like almost like you know you have two wives and she has three husbands and mm-hmm. blah blah. You know, like like, like that kind of you're like Doctor Flox, part of a tribe or something. Yeah. Okay. Doctor Flox in uh oh Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, I have, he's like my fifth wife, like, you know, he's like, and she has four husbands and da, 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 da. And it's hey, like, man, that's what? great for the gene pool. <laughs> that's yeah. how you, that's how you make a species survive. Yeah. And in, in that show, so they, which I thought was interesting, like, you know, the doctors, they're like, oh yeah, no, it's cool. And you know, the, in one episode, the, one of the doctor's wives comes to visit him. And she's like very much coming on a trip, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Uh, yeah, I don't know about that." And even the doctor himself was like, "Ah, go for it, man, yeah, try it out." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Uh, I don't know, man." <laughs> like, so even then, in the year whatever the hell year it's supposed to be, twenty one blah, they're right. not, uh, you know, they're not there yet. At least humans uh, aren't. Just the right. these. These other aliens, these species, other species are. Well, he was, you know, he always struck me as a down home country, country gentleman, you know. Oh, trip. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, just to chime in real quick, what 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 in the later books they do discuss it, and it's like a family unit, you know, like you have multiple wives, multiple <laughs> husbands, everybody raised each other's kids, you know. Mm-hmm. You grew up in a house with like several parents. You know, and it's everything's cool. It's fine. You know, so they're Mormon. Yeah, basically, basically. Okay. Which I don't know how how well it play out, but it's yeah. There's like multi more than one dad and more than one mother, and yeah. There isn't. They don't address stuff like do the parents. And I know this is like getting into the weeds about this and getting into the like kind of gross perverted place, but. Like, I, when I think about a dynamic like that, I think about, is one person the anchor parent and everybody else is kind of clung on to them? Like, like Father A has two or three wives, you know, like we like like polygamy, or is it like Father A has two wives and wife A and B have two husbands each, and they have two wives each, and they all live together in the same house or same campus or whatever. And, you know, it's just like, do they all fuck? They have, I mean, so the book does talk about orgies and stuff. Like, they get together and just, like, fuck or whatever. But I wonder, like, in a family, is it like, oh, tonight's my fucking night with Jan or whatever, you know? It seems like that would get very complicated very fast, you know? So are you wondering if their if their relationships are more like a mesh network or like a hub and spoke yeah, Network. exactly. You got it. Star gotcha. topology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a ring, token ring. What's the topology yep. of your of your relationship? Of your anus. Yeah. Um, in the first three books, they just talk about how people just have like kind of like casual relationships, which you know, like oh, you know, I'm friends with this person and we have sex sometimes and blah blah mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, that's which honestly more I find thrilling. I think every guy would find that like perfectly fine, but I've noticed it seems like a lot of guys aren't down. They, as much as we think we're down for like just boning all the chicks, we're not. Like we want to be in a relationship, but I would love that. Like I'd be awesome. 
You know, if you could have just a bunch of friends, you were all fucking them. It'd be cool. You know, apparently one can do that. And yeah, if one you can, can theoretically, if you keep the thought out of your mind that like, oh, they're also doing this with a bunch of other dudes. That's it. That wouldn't bother me because I'd okay. be doing it with other chicks. I wouldn't care about that. But 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 I feel like this that that feeling that I have like I'd love to do that with people who I know and trust and I think those people are cool and we can hang out and also bone and be cool about it. I feel like there's a lot of people out there with that thought in their head, but it's like the poop knife. It's a problem we all deal with, but one we haven't talked enough about to come up with a solution for. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, you you might have that problem, poop knife, but uh... <laughs> we do not. That's because you have weak shits, and that's not... I can't help you with that if you're just fucking soft. Weak shits. If it's soft serve every day. I'm sorry all your shits are fucking concrete or whatever the hell's coming out of you, right? Dude, when mine are coming, I can feel it. You need to lay off the cheese or whatever, man. I don't know what you're doing, but... Yeah. You need to relax. You you need more more heavy cream in your diet. Maybe that's what it is. Or uh, what's that stuff, Evan? Broccoli? No, 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 no. You know what he needs? He needs Psyllium husk? That oil. Oh, oh wow. MCT oil? Yeah. Ooh, that shit'll fire right out of you. Ha! I definitely don't need that. <laughs> that will ruin your toilet. <laughs> if you mix the two. Man, it's like if you don't poop for like three days and then down like a quarter cup of MCT oil, oh, uh, you're going to be in bad shape in like 20 minutes. Ha! It'll come happen. out. You won't be happy about it. You don't have to hang your ass over the side of the tub. <laughs> Mash that just one down spraying. the drain, James. Just spraying. It's a toe pusher. <laughs> but it's all liquid, and you're like, no. Yeah, that might be, yeah. That might be like, man, it sounds like I'm peeing, but <laughs> I'm not. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. I feel Ooh. like tubs need to have a wider drain to cope with that kind of problem. <laughs> Don't shit in your bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, that reminds me of uh, the first season, of The Last Man on Earth. Do you guys ever watch that Mm-mm. show from a couple years ago? No. So there's like a guy who thinks he's the last man on Earth, and instead of you know, there's no one to like maintain the plumbing, so he has a pool. And he cuts a hole in the diving board and just shits yeah. into the pool. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that seems like not the way to go. It's not the way to go, for sure. Not at all. Not um, at all. What are you going to do with the pool? Uh, it's going to start stinking. <laughs> and move to a new neighborhood. I guess, yeah. yeah. Know, you think you dig a hole or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I read a tweet. One, not a tweet. Like, well, I read something online. I don't know. Where, I, where someone was like, Man, I want to like. I wonder if I can get a garbage disposal installed in the shower. <laughs> in the shower drain. <laughs> but for them, it was it was for all the the throwing up they do. Apparently, Jesus. in the shower. Oh, okay. Like hungover or whatever, you know. Ah. It's like the thought of cleaning my body makes me vomit, but I must do it. Yeah, ah. that's there's layers to that one. I'll tell yep. you. Mm. Yeah, we'll dissect that in next week's episode. Yeah, definitely. So, uh-huh. I think it's time to get out of here. Um, do you guys have any closing arguments? Uh, I I found out why Geats McFadden. Oh yes, left please. and came back. 
But is that a should we, should that be a teaser for next week or no? Should, no, I want to know. Was oh, you want to know? Okay. So apparently, she uh, so there's a couple couple different things floating around here. Like, why did she leave? What's this? What's that? Um, the main one is that it said she didn't get along with one of the head writers slash producers for whatever reason, and he wanted her gone, and so they got rid of her after the first season. Mm. Um, they also said, then they also said they didn't know what to do with her character. They were like, eh. Um, so they got rid of her and they brought in the better and bolder Catherine Pulaski. Right. Um, they said fans didn't, I also read fans didn't like Gates McFadden, but then fans didn't like Pulaski. Right. So, like, bring back her, bring back Crusher. To get to get her back, though, Picard made a call. Patrick uh, Stewart made a call. He's like, "Hey, we need her back for season three. And then also, apparently, the writer that was had a problem with her was gone by then. Okay, good. Anyways. Can you? Do you think they would have replaced the Doctor a third? Uh, well, a second time, or would they have just like not had, you know? Any emphasis on life in sickbay? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 they probably would have had another doctor. Um, it seems like every every Star Trek they have they have a doctor, and it, they're always important. So, mm-hmm. um, one thing that kind of annoyed me about Star Trek: The Next Generation, and I'm sure it applies to other Star Trek shows too. They implied they have other doctors on the ship. You never see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, did you talk to Doctor Solar? Who? Yeah. Um. So that that annoyed the fuck out of me. And then I'm like, there's another doctor, you know? I'm like, I guess, I guess if you have a thousand people, you need more than one doctor. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Probably. Um. And then the nurses. I guess the nurses weren't that important. So only every now and again did they have the nurses like there or they didn't they sometimes they didn't even talk you know if they don't talk they don't really have to pay you that much right but if you talk even if you say two words they have to pay you like you're a real person mm-hmm. you know so but then they introduced like the asian gal nurse ogawa at some point yeah but they, she was so few and far between yeah and that kind of annoyed me i was like well if you're gonna have her have her you know like yeah, what but she did, did she do you think they brought her in with the with the thought process that she's going to be the engineer's love interest or they brought her in to be just like kind of like stand by the side uh, here's uh, two uh, lines You're getting your Asian mixed up, James. That's Keiko. Am I? She was a school teacher. Oh my god, I've gone through this whole thing thinking that was the same person. <laughs> that changes so much. Yeah, the it's one is uh Rosalind Chow. The other one is Patty Yatsuki or something. So what? Wait, Nosogawa didn't, but she was a main character, sort of, right? She's uh, a side character. Yeah, she was featured a couple of times. Once when, like, they encountered some anomaly that caused uh, cells to degenerate, like go back in time, and she lost her baby. Because it kept growing younger, and then it because and it wasn't you know a baby anymore. Jesus, um, that's the one I remember. She's probably in another, you know, prominent in, in another episode or two. Huh. 
Patty Yasutake, apparently. Yeah, I liked her. She was good people. Yeah. Has she done anything since Star Trek? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, but yeah, James got his Asians mixed up there. It happens. Yeah. You know. It does happen. It Dude. does happen. It's like the, all Asians are the same. Got uh, Terrence Howard, Cuba Gooding Jr., same person. True. Got a trend. You know who the most and most quickly promoted person was in Star Trek, The Next Generation? Uh, Jordy? You got or it. Worf. Jordy. Yeah. He was like on the ops console up front, like driving the ship around. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he's in charge of engineering. Yeah. It's like, what the hell happened? I always thought that was... The other thing I don't understand, they always have a very low-ranking person driving the ship. Mm-hmm. And then sitting right next to them is Data, who's a very high-ranking person, which I find odd. But they're like, yeah, go up there and sit up there, you dumb piece of shit. You know, like... <laughs> like he's in another shit position, you know? Right. Maybe I'm wrong, and it's not a shit position, but I'm just that, saying, you know? That's always my problem with Star Trek, is like... And I think I've ranted about this before... Is like none of those ranks or anything like make any sense? Like you have Commander Data, he's extremely high ranking. He's like, he's like the Lieutenant Commander Data. Yeah, Lieutenant Commander he's Data. The second officer. Yeah. So wait, Jordy is what is he? What's his rank? Yeah. We don't know. He's always called Chief Engineer, right? No, but he's got to have a rank. I mean, he's a lieutenant or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Um, we know that they did a whole episode or two on Dr. Crusher and how she's, uh, is she a commander she's or third? Is she a commander? Uh, cause she's like, yes. oh yeah, she could be in charge if there's a, you know. Yeah. She took the command exam or whatever. And, and Troy did that too. Yeah. That was a whole thing. You know, that was, that was a pretty good episode. Like to be a commander. The true test is, are you willing to order a crew member to their death? Yeah, to save the ship. Uh-huh. Oh, so Jordy is lieutenant commander. He's the same rank as Data. Yeah, and when Jordy, when the show started, his rank pins are different. He has three rank pins, two closed, one open, which makes him lieutenant commander. So I guess the other one is two, cl- one closed, one open. I guess that's that's like... First lieutenant? It's lieutenant or something, yeah. Or just lieutenant? Yeah. And the other thing that I, they don't really explain, so there's people, there's like these people, then there's, a, then there's like the enlisted people. But they all oh, wear the same lieutenant uniform. Lieutenant junior grade, sorry. Lieutenant junior grade. Uh, you know, they have like all these other people, but they're not like lieutenant or whatever. They're like just blah. Science officer. But they're not a science officer. They're like mm. technicians or something. You know, I don't know what they are, you know, but they're, right. they don't really go into it. That's why I'm like, it's weird, you know? Like, the only one I remember, I forget if it was, if that's what it was, but do you remember the one where Picard gets stabbed in the heart uh, or something? Or no, his, his, his heart's going to blow up or whatever. The one with Q and he flashes back to yeah. the fight with the Nausicans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh, you're... You're still alive now, but now you're oh, a guy yeah. in a blue uniform and you're a piece of shit. Yeah. 
And yeah, I forget what his rank was then, or if he was even uh, that kind of officer, or if it was more like a like he was an enlisted person or something. Mm-hmm. You, know? you mean the know. one where they show him with a full head of hair and he gets stabbed? Uh, I, I mean the uh, past yeah. him, yeah. Okay. Everyone called him Johnny. He's Ensign Picard in that. All right. Because I'm looking at his at his uh, fandom page, and it shows that particular picture, and he's Ensign Picard. There you go. So he was an officer, just the lowest rank. But an ensign is be. like the lowest. Yeah, that's like a trash. It's like trash. So, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it is. But so yeah. So the you think ensign the front, Harry Kim? So yeah. So what should what should happen is yeah, like Harry Kim, or like an ensign. An ensign would be up front. It should be two ensigns in those front two seats. You know, two low ranking, maybe an ensign and a lieutenant. But I've never seen any lieutenants, you know, and they never address anybody as their rank. It's so weird. Sorry, they it's d- the weird. one time they did have two, I'll say, low-ranking people up front, not including Wesley Crusher, is very early on when they had Worf and Jordy at those oh, that's stations. Right. That's right, because it was Tasha Yar at the yeah security. Worf was like you know security underling or whatever slash pilot. Yeah, that's right. Mike, name Where was data. Uh, I don't know. In engineering, <laughs> they swapped. <laughs> Who knows? Well, he's um, always in engineering. Like half the time, he's helping Jordy with something. You know? Yeah. Mike, name the name the game that was being played uh, in that episode. Which one? In the Nausicaan episode where Picard gets stabbed. They they got in a fight over him over the Nausicaan cheating like at a game or something. No. Uh, Domjot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say four D chess. <laughs> no, that's uh, what is that? That's uh... well, Cottiscott is from Voyager, and they're like arranging the colored panels. Then there's Vulcan chess. Then there's Calamarain. From Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which was the coolest game of all of them. Parisi Squares? <laughs> yeah, they never go into that. It's like volleyball, but with more violence or something. Yeah, I don't really know. Combat volleyball. No, but isn't 4D chess just Vulcan chess? Uh, no. Calto. That's what I'm thinking of. What so the hell is 4D chess? Be- I thought that was a Star Trek reference. What's the what's the one that Data plays against the tactician that comes aboard the? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember. Yeah, that might 4D be chess is a fucking Star Trek reference. That might be the forty chess then, where they have the monitors on their fingers and everything, and the dude's going nuts. Mm-hmm. And Data's like, I wasn't even trying to beat him. You know, at first he loses immediately, right? Yeah. But then later he's like, he's like, I didn't try to win this time. He's like, I just tried to match him. Yeah, went for the stalemate. <laughs> <laughs> he he frustrated himself. <laughs> you played yourself, man. <laughs> Dude, I haven't seen those memes every now and again. Like you played yourself. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's hilarious. James, in honor of you today, I'm wearing a special shirt. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, I saw. We both noticed. Yep. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. I was like, where the where'd you dig that out of? Ha! Haven't seen that shit in four and a half years. Yeah, man. I think this is the first time I've ever worn it. 
It's like I took it to Chile. Everyone loved it. That is that would be a lie. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, All good right. Star Trek recap. We'll uh we'll have to do that again. I like talking about Star Trek. Caught us caught. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a, a Star Trek game episode. I'm sure yeah, there's a lot. For, and 4D chess is not a reference. It's it's a very weak, very tint, very like stringy reference to Star Trek. Star mm-hmm. Trek was 3D chess or Vulcan chess, and then the 4D chess was something was something that was found on R. Donald, and it was like Donald Trump's playing 4D chess. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's where that came from. So, playing along. What's, what's the name of the game that uh, brainwashes everyone? Or there's no name for it. Was it just oh a game? man, I think it was just called the game or something. Yeah, I don't think it had a name. I like that episode. Um, did you guys just by it has Ashley Judd in it? Mm-hmm. Just while we're on Star Trek, did you guys see the newest episodes of uh, um, Discovery? No, no, but I heard about it. Is it back? Oh uh, yeah, it's back. There's two episodes so far. This Ooh. should be this is the third week right now. Thank oh, you now I can't cancel me. my CBS uh, All Access subscription. Yeah, I know. I was gonna cancel mine, and then I just went. I said, "Let me just check," and it was like, "Oh, there's two episodes." I was like, "Oh shit!" Was the it last Mirror week Universe? Yes, it's. A, I I messaged uh, you guys. I said they started the Mirror Universe arc. No, you didn't. Oh, I mi- yes, I, I did. I missed nope. that then. I sent I, it to I you saw guys. a tweet from uh, or I saw uh, Michelle Yeoh's Instagram. And she's like, I'm back. Oh, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Come on. I was like, they what? They changed the... Yeah, Michael, you just spoiled like a... No, nah, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, you look spoiled meat right now. No, they just they, they just had... You go look uh, at her Instagram account. It's right there. I didn't... I, she, would, I would never have done such she, a thing. She spoiled it. Dude, let me tell you something. They dive headfirst into the mirror universe in a way that I have always wanted. Like it's fucking good, honestly. Like I, I, I want to hate take this my show. headphones off, but I gotta watch these episodes. Yeah, it's so good though. Yeah, hey, have you seen? Are you up to date, James? We're gonna take your headphones I'm off because like you're yeah. upset or like no, because I don't want to hear, hear any more about it before I watch them. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I I kind of figured after the last 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 season or their break before their pre-break episode, I was like. Oh, they're probably in the mirror universe, or they're either across. They went back in time, or something stupid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and they confirm it for you immediately, so you're not is you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope it's good. Because like man, Discovery has been Discovery. Awesome. Yeah. Do you yeah. still not like the opening sequence, James? No, I don't like it. I don't know what's wrong with you, man. I like. I don't it. like it. It's not a Star Trek opening. It's a good opening. No, it's not. The song is not good. It's not inspirational. It'd be like, if like you, it would be like if you said you didn't like the Enterprise opening. Michael, how can you I not don't like the Enterprise opening? I love the Enterprise opening. I know you do, James. But I would understand if someone didn't, like Evan. He just said he doesn't like it because it's well, not I, like any of the other Star Trek. Openings. I understand that too. But the Enterprise opening, even though it's not like the other ones, it also has an inspirational vibe that the other ones all have. True. The other ones are like venture into space, be better, do more. The Enterprise opening is like we've come a long way, and it shows you all the things they've done to get us to here. This one is just like here's some technical diagrams that the CGI artists made, <laughs> and da 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 da. Like it's like, what am I supposed to feel here? Like I don't feel anything from looking at it. I'm not a huge fan of the visuals. I'm a huge fan though of the audio. The audio is nothing. 
It's nothing. It's literally nothing. I don't even remember how it goes. It's a it it's a it's, zero it's, impact. It's very reminiscent of the original. Irregardless, series. that's how I'm shutting this conversation that's down. That's true. Irregardless. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I get you, Michael. I don't like it, but it's not for me. But I, I, I do understand. It doesn't have the All impact right. to me. Okay, right. now, James, let me ask you a question. Since you're caught up, is the intro music, assuming you didn't skip it, the same now that there's you know the, there's a different universe? Or did yeah, they change the music? Yeah, that's another thing. It's the same. Okay. Nothing changes. So it's, not, it's still menacing, even though... Yeah, they like, don't have to change it because it has no impact. It does, There's nothing about the about the the opening theme that says anything positive or negative about anything. You know, just like this technical, this weird technical fucking thing that's like has zero weight, you know? You look at the other ones, if they change the theme, you're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? And like, I, I looked at the... Uh, the mirror universe from the enterprise. Oh, so good. You know, the music wasn't as good to me, but it was good. Like the, the imagery and stuff was like, you got it. Like you can get the gist of the one with Hoshi. Yeah. And Hoshi looked fucking. (laughs) 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 She's, she's pregnant in real life now. Yeah. Mm, It's not right now. (laughs) I wish it was. She's married to someone. And that guy's name is the same as a user's name at my office. I'm always like, "What? Oh, right." <laughs> how do you? Of course, I'm the so only person thoughts. who knows that. But you yeah, know. how do you have so many thoughts about that, Michael? He's like, <laughs> I'm always like, "What? Why would you be that?" Why would I'm you obsessed like, with Star Hoshi, Trek. Hoshi is such a rare character from a show that was on for like three or four seasons. Or, and no, yet like you six, know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, because she's a fucking sexual predator and I want to fucking bathe in her fucking juices. <laughs> okay, then. So you know the answer to why I know these things. I would let you milk me for her to watch. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking Hoshi, dude. That's he. He means it. That's yeah. special. Yeah, I mean it. Mike, <laughs> would you milk Jay? <laughs> no, but I would watch him be milked. <laughs> oh, is that worse? I think it's worse, man. How's that worse? Do you know? Because you got to volunteer to watch it. Huh. If you're if you're milking me so that Hoshi can watch, then it's like okay, we both like Hoshi. I'll bear through this if you bear through it with me, bro. Yeah, we do this together watching, as a favor. Yeah, if no, you're just I mean, watching, I would, well, I, she's still involved. I'm you just, just want to enjoy another man being you. milked. I mean, come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> she's there. <laughs> I'm there, and Look some third party, some third or fourth party, is milking you. Sad, so sad. I tell you, man, <laughs> some third party is milking you. <laughs> oh boy, how I, this is for the viewers and listeners of the show. They're like, this is dark. This is a dark episode. <laughs> it's not dark. It's just ridiculous. Off the fucking rails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On that note, third attempt. Thank you all for listening. Check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. Send us any uh, feedback or input you might have. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. On our website, you can find our uh, various links on social media, ways to support the podcast, and subscribe. Thank you all for listening. We had a good time. Talk to you next week.
Thank you.